Hello and welcome back to the Top of the Card. This is the Top of the Card podcast, a wrestling podcast from five people, and we'll run through those names very quickly. I am your co-host of Five, Scott. Joining me today is Bear Me Jesus, the GMSG, Jonathan C.T. Martin, and Redhead12. Red, Redhead. I gotta clarify that one for you next time, Red. We'll start with you though, Red. How are you today? I'm doing alright. I've had a long day, but I'm glad we're all here tonight. That's fair, that's fair. Should I, should we go with Red? Redhead? Like, how do... Uh, Red's much easier. It is. So, okay, that works. Um, we'll go over to CT. How are you doing? Oh, pretty, you know, good. Uh, it's been a weird week for wrestling, but, you know, we're, we're doing okay. It, it, considering that we're back, and we said we'd be every other week, and we're back in a couple days, hmm, things may have happened. Things may have happened. So that's, that's fair, that's fair. Uh, Bear me. Bear me, how are you today? Doing, doing pretty good. Power's coming back, baby. Yes. Let's go. Yes, yes, we have we have that fun news as well. And yeah, I saved GMSG for last. How are you? Uh, good, and last night was a little rough, but we'll get into that. <laughs> We're recording this on Tuesday, and Raw was last night. Anyway, <laughs> we'll, we'll jump into there. So thank you, everybody, for uh, checking out the first episode so far of Top of the Card. It has been awesome hearing the feedback and seeing that. I'll be honest, I haven't seen anybody with any really negative feedback. I don't know if you guys have, but so far, so good. Considering it was an hour of us going, I liked this. It's opinion-based, so people can't be like, oh, you're wrong for liking that. I mean, they can. We haven't gotten to that point yet, so thankfully we haven't been there. But I think it was a strong start. I think everything kind of went pretty smooth, but we, we did forget about some things. I know JD mentioned it in our Discord, which you can find all the links below. And we'll we'll get to, to that stuff there, but I think we, I should tell you guys, everybody, where we are. We are on well, all of the things. I'll let CT mention that in a second, but we do have our Twitter. It is top of the card pod. Um, we will be on YouTube. There is a channel, but they're, they're not there yet. But CT has been doing the, uh, the, the grunt work, I'll put it, behind the scenes to get this podcast where you can hear it. So I'll let him take over with where you can find us. Yeah, right now you can find us a lot of places, Google Podcast, um, Anchor, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public. We are coming to CastBox, Overcast, and Apple Podcasts, but that probably won't be for a couple weeks. So if you do like those places better than like Spotify, hold your horses. I promise you they will be there eventually, um, just not right now. And like I said, we also have a YouTube, so um, you should be able to find this wherever you most like to listen to podcasts if you like to listen to this. I've not heard of half of those. That's why he's doing it. Uh, <laughs> so thank you for that, ZT. But but yeah, uh, we are on Discord as well. Again, the link is down below. That is uh, with a lot of our stuff, as well as the Frontline Prediction League. We'll always promote that one as well. There's a Discord for that. It's also on Twitter at Frontline League. Uh, it, it's a lot of fun stuff that we do. But to, to follow up, we talked last time about 2020 and the highs and lows about what we like, what we didn't like, but also our kind of personal tastes. And in the week since, a lot has happened, and we'll we'll get there in a second. But I did want to touch on something that we kind of, kind of really forgot about. One thing that really stood out to me was Edge's return all the way back in January, because that was kind of a, a major. Th- I I never thought I would see that in my lifetime that he would ever come back for wrestling, even after the spear at SummerSlam to Elias. But that was a crazy thing. But also the Brody Lee situation where he passed suddenly. And like that was the the opposite end of the year and everything kind of just 
stopped for wrestling because everybody from every promotion came together in their own way. Not for like a tribute show with WWE, but like it wasn't like that. But AEW did their tribute show. It was really, really great. What everybody kind of did, the New Days had gear with his name on it. People have been donating their merch sales towards it. There's been merch um, uh, in honor of. It's been pretty incredible. I mean, unexpected. Like, mm. never take, like, don't take for granted any match. You know, I, I know a lot of people watch that dog collar match with Cody and Lee, and, you know, no one suspected that was going to be, you know, his last match. So, yeah. I mean, we're, there's no guarantee in wrestling. I mean, wrestling, we've seen historically, it seems like, you know, there's been some of these very tragic losses. So, I just don't, I mean, don't take any match for granted. Don't take any time or championship brain for granted because, I mean, you never, you never know. Yeah, Shad Gaspard gave his life for his son basically last year in January, early on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was... the water accident. Yeah, it was literally he handed his son off to rescuers saying, keep him safe, get him safe. And when they came back for him, he was gone. They couldn't find him, I think, for a few days. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's... I... Ugh. A bunch of tragedies like that. I mean, I don't want to go through and list all the deaths, obviously, but the bigger ones that stood out to me were guys like Road Warrior Animal, the Road Warriors, obviously. Um, Pat Patterson was a huge one. I, I kind of like how known it's become now, just how influential he was behind the scenes of WWE. Like, it's kind of like the best-kept secret that no one really, really acknowledged. It's a shame that the public kind of knew, finally, only after he passed. But that's been pretty incredible. The great announcer Finkel, Howard Finkel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he died. That was early in the year too, I think, wasn't it? Um, yeah, April time frame. Uh, yeah, so he passed. The, the head of the Armstrong All family. Of- I think two that really hit me. Number one, Pat Patterson. Like, what? Like, I think you can look at him in wrestling, but also like, what a trailblazer for the LGBTQ plus community. Like, mm-hmm. super brave to come out in this industry and be such a fundamental player in that. Like, you wouldn't expect that. So that's just a sign of absolute bravery. Um, then you also have Hannah Kamuru from uh, oh. Stardom and committed suicide. And I actually watched the show uh, Terrace House that she was featured on. Uh, they had the drama segment in there when she was getting ready for a Wrestle Kingdom match and messed up on gear. And there's a lot of drama. And that led to a lot of the online bullying that a lot of people uh, suspect led to her committing suicide. And that was just... I mean, absolutely tragic and just a tragic reminder. Like, these are real people. You can shit on them all you want, but, like, you know, not everyone is necessarily always in a good place. So it's just, it's it's disgusting that that's a side of internet culture, but it's, like, undeniable. Yeah. And it's, I'll, I'll piggyback on that because I saw something recently, uh, an interview about someone saying, like, well, you're in the public eye. You should expect it. N- no, I shouldn't expect it. If, if you see a comment box and think, that's where I'm going to put crap, that speaks on you, not for the person you're talking to. So it's... It's unfortunately part of it, but it really shouldn't be. And yeah, sometimes, like, he was, what, 22, 23 years old? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, it's ridiculous when, when you, you think about stuff like that. It's, it doesn't make any sense. Um, I mean, it does make sense. They, she got bullied, uh, allegedly. I can't say definitively, obviously, but it's pretty obvious. What I mean, I, the guy has, been char- a char- guy has been charged. Oh, there you go. It. There you go. Yeah. There, I'll, I'll take that back then. It's, yeah. The others, like, there's some, like, Danny Hodge, who was ancient in comparison. Kamala passed as well. Mr. Wrestling. Rocky Duke. Johnson. Rock's dad, yeah. It's, th- th- there was a lot of a lot of names. And we're not just focusing on 2020 because, sadly, we've already had a couple 
2021, Natural Butch Reed, a uh, couple old-timers, mm-hmm. Dean Ho and Johnny DeFazio, and Jeremy and I are one of our favorites, the question mark, Josephus, uh, passed suddenly. It, it was just out of nowhere. When, Mongrovian legend. Yeah, when Corgan posted it. And there's already been tributes about it and such. It's this, like, like CT said, you never know. Like, I, I don't think for certain that Brody Lee went in thinking I'm going to give my all in this match because it was when he was working out to kind of rehab an injury he went hmm I'm tired more than I should be after this and that's where it all started there's there's the obvious ugly follow-up where people were saying we deserve to know they're covering up the COVID they're doing this it's like no no one deserves to know it's not a public company for one it's also independent contractor you can take for all that what you will but the family can say whatever they want I mean they shouldn't lie obviously but to accuse them of doing that or covering things up with the company go to hell thank you like I I just genuinely imagine going to a wife grieving a week after her husband died having to be there for two children and being like oh you're hiding this just fuck off like genuinely if you're one of those people don't listen to this fuck off I don't like fuck off the day after Christmas no less with a ten-year-old, not even like, and uh, even younger, like I, I can't believe how horrific that was. And I mean, the guy was fired over that from the uh, newsletter he writes for. But just to see everybody come together for that, be it the New Day, like one of Xavier's best friends, Biggie's got a framed portrait of him now, thanks to Tyler Breeze. Uh, John Silver got thousand-dollar ring robe because it looked better on him. I think it was 10, got that, I forget who it was, but that's the kind of guy that Brody Lee was. He was, as Cornette even said, is like, it, one of the tragic things to learn about this is how much he was a saint and salt of the earth. Like, ah, oh. but he was so selfless. Like, he, that's the kind of guy who does it, but doesn't want the recognition because why? I know others were wondering, like, why the hell is he the one leading this, this group? Because they're nobodies. He wanted it because he wanted to help him get over. That's the kind of guy he was. He was selfless. And he did that while main eventing and being a champion. There's not enough good to say about it. Um, He was pretty awesome by all accounts. And it's a shame that he kind of just started going. Like he bet on himself, left, went here, did this, was killing it. Yeah. Really finding his groove because I mean, there like this is still not like I think early Dark Order. I think generally it's agreed on like not great, but was yeah. really finding the groove as a faction, really finding his personal groove, finally letting a lot of his personality show and being the elite. And then yeah, I mean, he he stepped away from the Vince McMahon spoof character as well a bit. Yeah. Thankfully, yeah. like he he went away from that. He pivoted. I'll be honest, the Moxley Lee match wasn't even all that great. It was kind of weird, but still. He main evented a pay-per-view in 2020 for the world title. Uh, if it was a year prior, he wasn't even on, like, the show. So yeah. it's it's pretty great. Like, he, he did the right thing in doing that. To kind of go to the other side of things, back to what I was saying about Edge, his was, like, the most unexpected thing. Comes back, has a cool program with Orton, gets hurt during that, <laughs> and then is gone until the next Rumble. And, um... That rumble, uh, that rumble was like one of the last times we had just a packed arena full of fans, and mm-hmm. it was still. I, I go back and think about that, and I'm just like, holy shit! You know, it's kind of gives you goosebumps. See oh, yeah. the, the look on his face when he came out of the smoke with the crowd. He's like, 
They always yep. say, oh, you remember me. It's like, even guys like him get that. that it's that thing. Like, it's been he so long. He actually broke. He did. Mm-hmm. He did. It was pretty, pretty incredible to see that. Another thing that I wanted to focus on from last year that we, we kind of touched on, but we, we talked a bit about the cinematic matches. Something that's really evolved with those uh, was quite what they did. Uh, Bear me mentioned the greatest match ever last week is one of his top matches. And there was a few times when there was some camera cuts during that that you wouldn't normally see. And I, I personally felt they should have done a little more of that if they were going to do some. Otherwise, though, you had the Boneyard match and the Firefly Funhouse with very different things. CTU detailed that one very, very well with what they did. And Boneyard was a street fight in a graveyard. But there was like the Swamp Fight. And the one that we overlooked, I think, the most was the Inferno match. Because that was something you could not have done with people. That's yeah. what we're getting now. We're getting an evolution. Oh, yeah. Not only the idea of putting fire like that, because there's people around. They didn't have people around, so you can put fire wherever you want, all through the stands. That was one thing. But then they can also do things like camera cuts and camera edits, where you can cut away to having Alexa Bliss as well, in different outfits, and you can cut like, oh, it's, it's, it's just happened. And commentary can act like, how'd that happen? When, I mean, we all know it's a camera cut. We all know it's a taped segment they're inserting in. Which, I mean, that that's just part of TV production. But the fact that they're able to do that, it, it is clearly something they've always wanted to do and tried to do and try to find ways to do. Uh, outside of, like, Matt Hardy back on the indies during the TNA quest for gold, where they would do stuff where they would, like, teleport out and, like, the audience would be in on it. Because they'd be like, oh, where'd they go? Because they clearly ran out of the ring in the dark. Like it, that's the only time I've, I've really seen that stuff kind of happen, aside from studio tapings, where it's all edited, it's all taped, and you can insert stuff however you want. I love the fact that we've gotten that. I do wish we had more. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I know, Red, you, you've been a big fan of the stuff with Alexa. More with Beer, or not Beer Me as well. Beer Me and Alexa, yeah. With uh, Bray as well. Um, the the stuff. Are you enjoying it with Orton now, though, or like Orton is fun. He's a good character to work with. The whole messing with the mind because of his whole character of mm-hmm. voices inside his head. So it works out with him. But it's starting to seem a little drawn out with Orton. I I know uh, the Fiend had asked for some time off, so they're stretching it out through Mania. But I, I kind of want this to just move on. I want Alexa to start getting her character. But going into women's wrestling, I mean, she's had mm-hmm. two matches over the last four months. I'd I, like to see her going for like a title as that character. I agree I with you. We, we've, been, with it. we've been calling for Alexa with the Fiend mask for, I think, two months now, me and you. We've been like, come on, come on, come on, do it. They were like, oh, she's got contacts. Like, we're, we're slowly getting pieces where we're like, oh, it's a little bit. It's a little bit. Um, like, her, her ability to just completely change from character to character. I know it's most of the time a... Uh, a camera cut since there is no crowd they can get away with it but even without like if crowds do start showing up i think she'll be able to not so much the appearance change just for the fact that you can't just change your makeup and clothes mid-match without anybody noticing but the character she can quickly just turn on and off oh yeah like at a moment's notice so i think she'll be able to continue it in matches with crowds but right now it is fun to see like the crowd, the camera just completely changed, and she has new black makeup and mm-hmm. demeanor completely changes. It it adds to the entertainment of the series. 
I mean, look at the rumble. She turned that on in a flash, and it's kind of frustrating because we all thought we were going to get Rhea at Bliss after that, and now, you know, seems like we're not. But, um, yep. yeah, she completely just took control of that ring and took control of the focus of that match just with a switch. She was all giddy and bouncy and suddenly just kind of turned and got the weird motions going, like, out of nowhere. And even, like, she sat down on her knees and kind of, like, it looked like she was pulled up, like, not that she sat up. It was... I think you're right. I think she will be able to pull it off, like, the physical acting of it. No problem, based on what she's been able to do already. Uh, th to be able to go and do, like, the costume changes, that's going to be a little more tricky, but, I mean, that's a thing that has been happening on everything from award shows to live concerts, where you can cover someone up and then they do something real quick and, haha, we've torn this piece off or we've added this part or done the makeup. She can go into the ring and do stuff like that, too, but it's going to be more obvious, oh, she changed under the ring. They'll have to be more creative masking that, but they don't have to be creative with it right now. So it is fun to see them just go, her old music played. It's normal, Alexa. That's weird. And then the ruse is up, and oh, it's back to crazy, Alexa. Huh. Like, I, I've, I've been calling for that for months, because NBA did that with having cameras in spots you normally don't have. And I think NXT did it for a while, where they had a front row camera. It was kind of neat to see them there with people getting bashed into the barricade right in front of you as if you're there. Do that. Put a camera where people would be, because there's nobody there. I, I want more of that. And WrestleMania is going to be interesting, because we can pivot a little bit toward that in the sense of what the production is because we've seen the Super Bowl filled with what 20% capacity 20,000 fans something like that and cardboard cutouts and apparently Vince because it's all up to him obviously CT and I joke about that all the time but <laughs> he uh, the, the rumor is that he doesn't like the cardboard cutout idea even though everyone else says it looked good it looked like people were there so we don't know what that'll be but there's gonna be fans at that and will that pivot with everything as far as cinematic stuff? Will they even continue doing these? I truly don't know. Um, it, it's a weird thing so. to think of. I, I, I think they'll so. do. I think they'll do more cinematic, but they're going to be more like the the swamp and the Undertaker match, where they're going to be off site versus the mm. Inferno match of like in the arena. So I still think they will do something where that was just put on the screen, which. Works for the at-home viewer, but the one that are paying into attendance, they're like, "Yay, we get to watch a screen." So yeah, they'll well, they do, do it, that. but I don't think they'll do it as often. They mm. did that with Broken Hardy versus Bray Wyatt when they had the ultimate, del or I forget the final deletion. I think it was called. It was one of the deletion things. Mm. And then for the live crowd, they just have like three small, like in, like dark matches. They had Rousey come out and do stuff. So like, that's how they got around it in the past. Whether or not they continue to do that, you know, we'll see. Yeah. But They've done it in the past historically. That's... It also depends at Mania because it's two nights. So if you buy one ticket, you're getting two nights of shows, which are probably each five hours. So if you do one match like that, Mania, it's not going to be too bad. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. It's, it is hard to do with a live audience there because you have everybody just watching a TV screen. When Right now with no crowd there, everybody's watching a screen at home. So whatever you put on there is what you put on there, and that's what the cinematic ones count as. So. Hey, no one complained when AEW did it, so, you know, multiple times, so... Yeah, I mean, AEW would had their Spring Stampede, they had their... Uh, I, I don't know to how the many... the match, they had uh, the Matt Hardy, Sammy Guevara one, the second one oh. they had, so he, I think they've had three. It, they even have stuff going back all the time, because Kenta and Moxley were fighting backstage, and Archer hit him with potatoes. Like, yep. th there, there's been a lot like that. 
Uh, Impact has done a bunch where EC3 and Moose had their fight in, I think, EC3's Most warehouse. Under underrated cinematic match. I remember we were in VC freaking out, Scott. That was such a good, like, narrative match. It was match legitimately and, good, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure we'll talk about that one in coming weeks if rumors are true. But yeah, yeah. Um, that was a really good start for Moose and his push for the world championship match he's getting. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> he's he's been recognized now. That's I was going to get to that one as well yes. with some title stuff. But um, with... With Moose like that, and I know Callahan and Shamrock had a straight fight out by the production trucks. Yeah. Uh, that was actually yep. a fun one. But they've all been doing that, except for like Ring of Honor simply just doing matches in their empty arena. And that's fine. Um, hmm. it's, we it's... might get one this weekend with the exploding deathmatch. Oh, we might. I, w- I don't know if you want to have a crowd near that like at all. Well, it's AEW. They're already getting COVID. You might as well blow them up. Who cares? At least Sting will be safe because hopefully they should just be out having a street fight and he'll be out there instead. Uh, yeah. what... After he can't take one power bomb, he's going to be in a street fight. Now, that was one of the things I wanted to mention because you've got, you've got Edge coming back and he said he didn't want to do stuff uh, like a part-timer. And, I mean, he's the first Hall of Famer to win the Royal Rumble, which alone is like, oh, right. But he's a Hall of Famer because he had to retire early. Oh, okay. He... He comes in and he has the match with Orton on Raw, which was very good. And he hasn't had a match since. And he's got Roman at Mania. And he's not going to wrestle until then unless something happens on SmackDown to set up Fastlane in March at the end of the month. It, it, it really looks like he's he is kind of picking and choosing almost because it's like, look, don't wrestle much. We know what you can do. It's fine. But to compare that with the guys like Goldberg, who fought Drew at the Rumble and people have been saying he's too old forever and I agree but he's still fun for a five minute burst but only when it's really needed like the Drew match wasn't needed at all the the difference there where Edge is trying to be active and people genuinely like him people are turning on Edge I'm finding <laughs> they're getting tired of him already he's like oh it's an old timer taking a spot while he says I want to wrestle in NXT like he wants to be active I think that's a big difference than guys like Brock or Goldberg who just come in for the big show for the big moment uh, not the crap on Goldberg. I like Goldberg. He insisted on putting Drew over. He's wanted to put other guys over they didn't get to. He's fun, but hey, even if you even if you lose against Brock Lesnar, ninety percent of the time you look good doing it, unless you're Ricochet or but, Dean. <laughs> yeah, true. You know, or Dean. Yeah, or Dean. Yes, or Dean. If you want to have a if you want to have a hardcore match, Brock don't fuck with that. So. I mean, the comparison is stupid because, like, Goldberg and Lesnar, you know, peace and love to them. You know, they have, they have they have fine matches every once in a while. They do the same nine minute match each time, basically, if mm-hmm. not a little shorter than that. Edge went an hour in the Rumble. Edge has proven time and ten, time and time again he can go. I get not having Edge on every weekly show because the fact is he's a big draw right now. You want to kind of keep him a special attraction to a point, but. Yeah. Um, Edge can go is the difference, and when he does have a match, he does go. He's not doing a five minute squash match. I think it's a cross between also with his safety. I think he wants to be in more matches. I think WWE's like, we don't want to risk anything, even if you're cleared. Like it took Brian forever to keep having matches after he came back. Mm-hmm. It, it took a while for them to go, okay, we can trust putting you in the ring. And with Edge, think about his what was it, his third match back because he had the Rumble, Mania, and then it was the greatest match ever, and he got injured. So yeah, his yeah. third match back, he got injured. So they're like, hmm. To be fair, he then went an hour in the Rumble from number one, or yeah, number one to mm-hmm. the. He did, but final. he he wasn't 
from what I remember, he didn't have much in the Rumble itself, though. Yeah, and Rumbles are easier. But yeah. still, like, if you wanted to really keep him safe, you'd do 30. So they have at least yeah. some faith in him. But yeah, yeah. I yeah. get what you mean. But it's, it's, it's a mixture. It's better safe than sorry. Don't risk it. You know, that kind oh, of thing. Yeah. Um, you were talking about Sting. Can I make a comment on that that kind of, like, irked mm-hmm. me about mm-hmm. uh, oh, what? I was going to pivot to that, go so go off. for it. Yeah, yeah. Like with Sting, remember how like everybody's like, "Oh, he took this bump and whatnot," and then Tony Khan had to come out and say he wore a protective vest. Please don't come out and tell me that. So, like, if you're gonna do the spot, do the spot. The, don't tell me the guy's being protected, the, especially if you're running well, a business. Well, but the, f- the issue is they first lied about it because at first they were like, "Oh, we just did it because Sting said it was okay." That's their first statement. Everyone was like, <laughs> "That's stupid." So yeah. then they had to come out and say like, "Oh no, J.K. J.K. Guys, we actually are being like safe." So the issue was that they just lied in the first place and was yeah, like, oh, I, it's because Sting it just, thinks it's yeah. okay. That's stupid. It, ir- it, it, it irks me when, like, you don't see Vince McMahon coming out and being like, oh, don't worry, guys. Ed just wearing, like, a protective neck brace. You cool. know, like, fuck off. They Remember, do this all the time, though. The, the, Sean the, Spears with yeah, the chair. Sammy say. Guevara with the chair. They always do this shit. They was, always so Sammy yeah. grabbed the wrong chair and the, the, the Sean Spears chair didn't break the right way. It's like, wait, what? Don't don't give that stuff away. Like that's that's the stuff you don't, keep to the vest. That, we all know yeah, it's that. fake and we're all in it. But don't tell us that part. <laughs> is the part that gets me. Hey hey, don't worry. The table moved itself and Matt Hardy missed it. <laughs> yeah, right. Hey, but he passed concussion protocol, so it's all okay, right? <laughs> yeah, concussion protocols <laughs> from an NFL team. Sorry, and he had that, a concussion. He had a concussion. Yeah. So your concussion protocols did not catch that he had a concussion. Now, Those are not good protocols. The whole thing with Sting, when he came back, people were like, oh, he's not going to wrestle like Goldberg. Mm-hmm. No, he's going to yeah. wrestle a lot more than Goldberg, for one. He, he's yeah. going to do stuff he probably shouldn't be. But he wants to go on his own terms. It, Cody's a WCW guy. He's got, the, he's got that. It's, I understand why you bring him in. For that part of it, but he's going to wrestle. It's going to be a street fight, so it's very protected as well. But the whole mm. thing is, it's the mystique, it's the icon. It's he's he's Sting. This is incredible. You can't stop Sting. Oh my god! And he's teamed with Darby Allen because oh look, it's loners with face paint. That's their reason. I mean, I kind of like. But that, don't though. get me wrong. If, if, yeah. It's kind of working. It, it it is kind of interesting. Yeah. Like it shouldn't work, but it does. So I don't I don't hate that. But that was their reason. They both have face paint. Uh, but. The thing with that is Sting's supposed to be this this badass that comes in. I mean, it's Sting. We all know who Sting is. The pedigree of Sting is that Sting can take on all comers. And in an Undertaker-like way, he still has a shot to beat anybody. He's also got that bat. That's the, that's the character now. You, can't, you can never overlook Sting. Ever. But he got powerbombed by Brian Cage, someone he's in a match with. Oh my God! Why do you power bomb Sting? You monster! <laughs> How dare you! Don't you know who that is? That's Sting. He's old. Why would you do that? Oh God! Is Sting okay? Sting's in a street fight with that man in two weeks when this happened. Like, why? Why are you acting like? Oh God! Why did he power bomb the retired legend? No, no, that's an active right. roster guy. He's he. Why did he get power bombed? Because he was attacking him and got power bombed. It that pisses me off. The story doesn't make any sense because now it's do you want to see Brian Cage? possibly murder old man sting and small man darby because he clearly can and sting can't even take a power bomb which i don't care if it's brand cage or not put him out like that's all you gotta do is power bomb him which in current wrestling is a transitional move like <laughs> sting you you oh it, it was the weirdest build-up move to that oh my god brand cage can do this yeah and clearly he beat him 
I don't know. You're saying that the Booker of the Year, who did the best booking job of all time for a year of wrestling, really, I, I think he he knows what he's doing. Hey, don't worry. Tomorrow, it's going to be happen before this actually goes out. But hey, we got Tully Blanchard in a match. Hell tomorrow. yeah. That F- dude, FTR is fucking re- saving tag team wrestling. Thank God they went to AEW. AEW actually posted <sighs> that he has not been in a ring in 30 years. Technically, genuinely, on EW, I, I think he hasn't been in a ring in a because FTR was arguing this in a national company in that long. Yeah, he actually wrestled, I think, twelve years ago. For an so indie long show. ago, that's um, so long ago. Now that one is another one where I honestly don't fear that because I FTR is going to carry that and Tully's going to get in for a brief bit. But I don't understand why the the legend is going to get in there when he's not Marco on Stunt. the good guys. He, it's a bad guy legend. What's the point? Like, oh, but they love him so much. They're on the bad guy team. I don't Let's understand clear, the point of that. Also, the company that claims, oh, we're not going to be like WWE with their legends and stuff. We're promoting the new generation. Yeah. It's going to be all good. They're, That's the issue here. It's not even the booking, but then how they try to present themselves, which makes me genuinely just like despise these people in this e- company. It's even a bit worse because they're not. They are doing it differently. They're having them wrestle. Yeah. WWE doesn't really do that that much anymore with the legends, aside from Goldberg, who I will argue can still go in comparison to some others, like how he used to. Like, Tully Blanchard is not going to be able to go like he used to. I'm sorry. He can still probably do, like, a veterans type of thing, but, ooh, no. So, yeah, the the legends, they're, they're what they are, and, I mean, AEW, at least their top of the card are the marquee guys, and I've laughed before how I, I think it's pretty obvious that there's going to be some lower tier guys that leave. Uh, it's it's always the same names at the top of AEW. So there's only so much of a glass ceiling you want to see before you realize, oh, we're not the elite. Uh, but w- with that, you do have guys like Moose, who we've all talked about maybe leaving eventually. And the title shot apparently coming up. And he's going to face Rich Swan I think, next weekend on their Sacrifice Impact Plus show. But... But they did a thing. Now, I, I like title histories and such. And they went and had the TNA World Heavyweight Championship now become an officially sanctioned world title in Impact. So Moose, they've even said on their world title page, he is a world champion along with Rich Swan. They have two world champions. Nice, I, sickening. I do not have any idea how they're talking about the, the lineage of that belt. In as much as, is he the first champion as of February 23rd, whatever they said? Impact is on tonight, so there might be more info, but... is oh, Or is he, like, that's terrible. also the champion along with Swan? Like We need them to have a world champion when Omega wins the other one. Well, so, yeah. You don't, you don't put Moose as your world champion. You just give him a belt, and they're like, oh, you know what, though, by the way? We'll actually make it a real one, but he, you had a fake one forever. Yeah, well, they, they went <sighs> through a storyline where he was claiming to be the champion basically while the actual champion, Tessa, wasn't there. And there was COVID. It was understandable. And then she no-showed. And because there was contract fallout and she didn't want to go back and forth, so they vacated the title five days before her contract was up. And they had a vacant five-way with surprises to determine who the new champion is. And somehow didn't include the guy claiming to be the champion when no one else is around. (laughs) Like, that's the biggest ball drop there ever has been. And it took him until January when one of the guns no-showed because he couldn't make it, that they finally put Moose in the world title picture and made him look good. Like, I, I don't know what they're doing. 
you also had EC3 and Moose, like we mentioned, the entire narrative of that feud, why EC3 came back to Impact was to convince Moose he doesn't need that. Like, he shouldn't be going for the Impact title. He should be going mm-hmm. for the actual world title. And now they were yep. just like, eh, whatever. <laughs> he can just have it. It's fine. Hey, hey, don't worry. I just saw this and posted to you guys. The next Impact <laughs> special, the tag team titles are going to be on the line with New Japan tag teams. Hey. Just, you know, back-to-back specials where the non-company tag team is going for the titles. So Finn Juice is going for it then? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. More talented than Private Party. So. Man. That, that's dumb. <laughs> yeah. Impact tag teams. You might as well, well just go to another company because you're not going to get tag tail shot. Other companies are. We'll, uh, we'll get into it when we talk about Revolution, but uh, I think this all ties together with uh, that tag team casino battle royale. Probably. Oh, I mean, here's the yeah. thing. If you're an Impact, you have to be looking. If it's true, Omega's going to win the world title, which I think is the trajectory I think everyone agrees we're probably going on. Well, he's the belt collector. Their Revolution logo has an Omega symbol on it, so we'll, Rich, we'll yes. walk away from that. And his, Rebellion. Yeah, his gimmick's the belt collector. That's the Revolution, so, forgive yes. me. Yes. They I mean, had the rumor that Sammy, Sammy Guevara was mm-hmm. going to win the X Division title, didn't because he wanted to hold it for months without um, losing it and then go vacant. Great mm-hmm. idea, Sammy. And then you also have now the tag team just being dominated by uh, good brothers and people outside the company. I mean, if you're in this company, you have to be looking and being like, well, this shit's dumb. Like, I got like, you better think about leaving, I would say. Now, that's the whole the forbidden door thing that AEW is actually trying to trademark for crying out loud. Uh, but they're they're doing their their advertising. New Japan's thing. It's not your thing, AEW. Fuck off. Yeah, they're they're doing their advertisements on TNA, on Impact, whatever. And I think it was Lance Storm said it, or and Cornette said it too. Where, not that I followed, like, oh, these are the way. This is the way. But they had a very good point. And I've said this a lot about my own promos and stuff. When you hear people talk about it, but they came on there and basically crapped all over everything Impact is doing. It just belittled it. And the problem with that is when you beat them, you've beaten nothing. Like, if, if you come across like you're supposed to win, okay, that's, that's one thing. But if you belittle them and then beat them, what have you accomplished? Why have you wasted your time? If you at least say, look, we're going to beat you. You're formidable, but we're still going to beat you. That puts some value on it. Like, Moxley does it all the time. He, he was talking about facing Lance Archer and said, last time I faced him in Japan, beat the crap out of me. I'm looking forward to it. I'll beat him again. Yeah, that's how you get that kind of thing over. Different characters work for different ways, but with this right now, with God, what Kenta's been over in AEW, uh, Finn Juice, we got who who else has been bouncing around? Omega's been there with Private Party and Matt Hardy in Impact. Nobody's gone to New Japan because no. you can't go there. But uh, you have some people who work both and do the New Japan strong, but it's not like Forbidden Door yeah. stuff. It's just they also are allowed to use it work in their contracts. Right. So that's that's really been interesting stuff to see quite where they're going with that. And I think it's fun. Like the, the speculation is always fun to see what could happen next. And I mean, Finn Juice is going for the tag titles, apparently. OK, but like <laughs> like you said, if you're an impact tag team, why bother? Like you've seen why they treat their world champion. And, I mean, Matt Cardona's over there, and his girlfriend, Chelsea Green, just signed a three-year extension with WWE. Tells you all you need to know about certain things, certain things you want to do. Like, it's... When, when people don't go to those places where it's supposedly all that better, yeah, they're, they're banking on going this way instead. I mean, to be fair, she already did go to Impact as Laurel Van Ness and whatever, but it's... <laughs> 
it's just not beneficial at this no. point. Like number one, all three companies, AEW, New Japan, and Impact, have deep rosters of very, very, very talented people. Mm-hmm. And instead of having like the way you do this is you have feuds, like personal feuds between people. The titles should not be involved. But right now, other than Moxley and Kenta, which number one was for a title in New Japan, like you have them just going for the title challenges, and that is taking a spot specifically from people in that company. If you had personal feuds, uh, private party versus Reno Scum, random example. Like, if that was just a personal feud between the two tag teams, you're not really taking the spot. You still have the division, they still are going for the titles, the impact people are generally safe. You're taking these pay-per-view spots away from these people in these mm-hmm. title pictures. And, it's very, very, very frustrating. And it, it, them jumping the gun is what I don't like. Like, they, they come in there and don't really earn the spot. They come there, maybe yeah. win a match and get the shot. I think that's Private Party did that. Uh, Finn Drews, I think, won two matches or had one in a tag. Uh, like an eight-man yeah. tag. I, I get the idea of going for the titles, but if you're going to do that, do it like the Invasion did and actually have the titles bounce around. Now, I know some hate that idea because that devalues them. Uh, I know Bomber and I would get on that because mm-hmm. he hates quick title changes. I don't care because that just means multiple people are worthy of it, so that's an old Java Radio reference. But for me, if Sammy Guevara did win it and go to AEW and had the title there, that would be kind of cool. His idea of never losing it is dumb, and who knows what happens there, and you can talk to him and figure that out. But having Sammy Guevara as the Impact X Division champion on AEW and Impact back and forth is interesting. That's cool stuff. That's fun. I want to see more of that. I want to see... I-, I predicted that the Guns would have beaten the Bucks for the tag title, so you'd have the opposite tag champs back and forth. Do that. Let- let's, get- let's get those titles bounced a little bit just to really hammer home this craziness. I feel that's the, the one thing missing, personally. I do love the idea Great. of it all, though. It's all fun. But uh, CT, you mentioned titles. Uh, IWGP, New Japan, they, they did a thing. Where, <laughs> yes, they did. Where, um, so I'll, I'll backtrack a little bit on it, where El Desperado and Kenemaru won the yes. junior heavyweight. I'm not going to do the first name. Yoshinaru, I think, right? Um, Close enough. All right. Kanemaru. Kanemaru and Desperado. I, I got Kanemaru right. Um, and Desperado. They won the junior heavyweight tag titles. And then, they're, due to injury, Desperado went and won the junior heavyweight title. So he's a double champ. And so is yes. Bushi. <gasps> Challenge. And then there's been like three press conference, Twitter, and it's like, okay, so they're going to unify the IWGP and the Intercontinental into a new world title. We'll get into that new yes. thing in a second. But then Desperado had challenged, and Ibushi goes, no, nah, he's double champ, so am I. I want to d- defend both belts. So instead of unifying them now, they're going to unify them at the next show, which is the anniversary show. They're 47th, I believe. 49th. 49th, believe. yes, you're right. Because uh, our Ring of Honor's doing their 19th. That's right, it's 20 years apart, which made me laugh. And then the winner of that will <laughs> get both titles the IWGP heavyweight and intercontinental and that'll, that'll end. And then there'll be the first ever IWGP world heavyweight champion. Yes. And then the first defense of that will be the winner of the new Japan cup, which is a whole thing, which you can talk on there. Uh, That's I've been, I I messaged CT, (laughs) I think 10 messages going, wait, what are they doing? Cause I was coming into it after it had happened. Cause it, it was insane. It sounds like, the IWGP Heavyweight Championship and the Intercontinental are unifying, which normally you think, IWGP continues. I see, goodbye. 
We've seen that already with the WWE's Intercontinental and other titles that unify, blah, blah, blah. But it really sounds like to me that they're saying that that's going to be the last of those and they're going to have the first world champion. And I know we've heard that before where it's like, oh, it's the Randy Orton was the first this or Chris Jericho was the first Undisputed. But the Japanese are different. The way New Japan talks about it, it really sounds like they're going to end those but keep the lineage, which is not how it works, and start with the world heavyweight title of their own, which... What? Huh? I... I promise you this is not as complicated as it seems. No, it Number is. One, New Japan, New Japan Pro Wrestling, not very good at communicating a lot of the time. Also, you just like, sometimes superstars just say random shit. And it's like, what are you talking about? Uh, Kotobushi has not been very clear. And then you also have the translations. It's not been very clear. Uh, so basically, both titles being merged. Ibushi wants that happen. He's the champion. It's happening. The anniversary show. Always normally is the junior versus new junior champion versus IW uh, the heavyweight champion, which is why him and Desperado are facing. Uh, Desperado cha- has a thing he challenges for titles. He like makes his statement. Ibushi takes all challengers. It's for the double titles. After the match, both titles are being merged into one. As far as reigns go and like lineage and shit, we don't know. Uh, he's going to be a new title belt. He's going to be the first ever IWGP World Heavyweight Champion. Uh, but Ibushi has specifically said multiple times he doesn't want to kill either title. He's just simply merging them. It makes no sense. No one's arguing there. It's been a mess how they've done this. Um, oh. Wikipedia, I'll just quickly say, is not official. Everyone's like, oh, <laughs> on Wikipedia, they're doing this. Shut up. Um, but yeah, New Japan, it's kind of complex. But also, like at the end of the day, you're they're getting rid of both these titles. It's, they're ending these to a point, and you have one new world champion so it's like relatively simple we know the end goal is going to be a new world championship what happens with these two we don't know but like that's where we are at i really feel like the iwgp would just continue on the ic gets unified in and it's 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 got a new name and yeah he's the first one to have that because under that name would 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 be it but you would think. I, I don't know. Now, I, I I don't like when titles go away. I'm never a fan of that. How, how are you feeling about this as the, the New Japan fan? Because the IC title's been around for 10 years, right? And Nakamura... Yeah, it's been a, he over made a that decade. He thing, but... It defined Nakamura in New Japan. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm not overly sad. I mean, I, here's the thing. I don't like these titles going away. I think both serve very clear purposes. And you can look at New Japan and be like, oh, they have so many titles. Each one serves its own little purpose. I think they've done... Basically, you haven't had an IC title for over a year now because they combined them in the double title anyway. So, like, they're fine. They have elevated the never open weight title. Yes, it works a little bit differently with dynamics in the company, but whatever. You're elevating that. You have the U.S. title you can do stuff with. I think New Japan will be fine. The IC title, it's been around for over a decade. Uh, Again, it serves a purpose. I don't want to see it go. I'll live with it. The IWGP heavyweight title ending is like madness. That is basically equivalent to the WWE championship. Imagine if they just ended like the actual WWE championship and were like, oh, we have a new world title. That's it's insane. It's been through the company this entire time. Granted, it's had a lot of changes in there, similar to the WWE title. Um, I, I mean, again, they have a world champion. They will survive. New Japan will be fine. But it is like pretty wild. This is genuinely quite historic. If the world have if their current IWGP championship is ending. Yeah, it's been it's around since deal. I believe '87. Started with Anoki. Yeah, and yep. that the, the comparison there would be okay. 
for most people, yeah, the WWE title started in the 60s, but just picture it. Hulk Hogan in the 80s. That's where that title started. It's been around that whole time. And they end it to start with a new champion and the winner of uh, Bobby Lashley and Miz at WrestleMania is the first ever of the new WWE worldified champion. I don't, I don't know, but that's, that's the equivalent really values titles more than WWE. That's why it's like, it's not a great one-on-one comparison. Like lineage is a huge thing. History, like this title, I would argue is the most prestigious title in wrestling. It is massive. If you win this, like not everyone wins this title. Very, very exclusive. You do. Um, So, I mean, it's a, big deal it's the the way the japanese look at it as well like they're talking about ibushi as being the 43rd champion or forgive me for the yes. getting the number right but they mentioned that and they they count the number of defenses like i think yep. jay white had zero defenses like that that was a point of more of order like it's very specific in how much that matters and before title matches you get video like promos of all the previous champion yeah lineage is huge and all the names are on the belt too right uh, most, i believe yeah. most yeah like, it's, in comparison, yeah, WD, they'll do house shows when they were doing those back in olden days, about a year now. Uh, but there would be a WWE title match probably three times a week in, in cer- certain eras, in certain times. Like, this is, they were just common. And, of course, the champion wouldn't lose, right? Like, that's just how that was. This championship would not be defended on Raw. Like, the WWE championship yeah. being defended on Raw is all like, this title would never be there. It would never, ever be there. Mm. So it's, it, it is... I think uh, I kind of want to get across the idea of how important that is because not a lot of people follow New Japan, but I hope a lot of our listeners know of it and know just how how insane that is. So the the comparisons of seeing TNA to say, yeah, that other belt, sure, you're a champion too, Moose. Mm. (laughs) It's it's a weird, weird comparison. I think that's a good pivot point, though, because I mentioned Lashley. Uh, Edge did win the Rumble. He's going towards WrestleMania. And we've got him and Roman, which is interesting because people were thinking that Orton would have won something and it would have been Edge and Orton again naturally, and that would have made sense. Edge and Roman on the surface doesn't make sense as to why you would put those together, but I like it. Uh, But that left the flip side where you still had the money in the bank, which we talked about Otis last time, not to get CT riled up. But Miz had it, and he cashed in. He became WWE Champion for the second time quite literally the first in over 10 years and i think uh, jimmy and i were looking at the the specifics in the history where the only other people that have it after a 10-year span were like backland uh lesnar and rock who retired for various reasons of leaving the sport going to other sports winning a ufc world title leaving to go do movies or simply being an old guy who retired the Miz has been around constant that whole time and pretty much won everything leading up to a second Grand Slam, which he completed with that. Which, yeah, that means he's Grand Slam twice. And then he lost it eight days later to Bobby Lashley. Uh, there, There's universal praise going around for Lashley winning and being champion, but not quite how he got it. So I'll, I'll pivot over to, to GMSG here, our Ohioan. Uh, who is has not been happy. He, he's he got a shirt ordered, and it's on the way, but it's already out of date. Uh, I, like I said, it's it's pretty thrilling to see Lashley win, but yeah, it was pretty crap. It seemed like they were going towards a face turn, almost, with him beating up on the bad guy everybody hates. But the Hurt Business really aren't faces, though. But it's it's a weird, I, weird thing they're doing right uh, now. 
everyone was cheering him ringside. Even Riddle, who's been at war with Hurt Business for four months. And none of it, like, the thing that gets me the most annoyed is looking also at the Money in the Bank briefcase. In the last five years, no cash has been won and held the title more than a month. In five years. Only two successful cash-ins, and neither of them were the announced members of the uh, Money in the Bank. Because <laughs> it was Brock and Miz, who neither were announced for that match. Brock attacked his way in, and Miz took the briefcase from Otis. They, he could have lost it at Fastlane, and it would have been fine. But to just have him a week later, Miz isn't a stupid heel. He's never been a complete idiot heel. And they made him look so dumb. There was five minutes left to Raw. Okay, why don't you kick Lashley in the nuts and then go to Shane going, we're off the air, you can't have a match, and just run away with the title. Like, they could have done... They spe- He had three technical matches, in a way, last night. Like, that was just too much. They had him fake sickness, run away, and then... You had a bunch of people that don't like Lashley or were allies to Lashley as lumberjacks. That made no sense. I think they, they were they were trying to get it where everybody hates Miz, but they haven't really portrayed that at all lately. No, so. they had they had Braun there who hates Lashley, has had feuds with him in the last year. You had Retribution who was anti WWE, but. They were perfectly fine there. You had the Hurt Business there as Lumberjacks, even though they're, they're the Hurt Business. They're kind of accomplished. Like, what? That makes no sense. It, it was really weird to see Shane, the good guy face authority figure, screwing over Miz by quite literally stacking the deck against him in a heel fashion with the heel opposition based on a business deal that he had. I, uh, it, it was weird. Yeah, Miz is heel. It, the like, setup. they're all heels. It, it's just, it's weird. No one was face in that moment. The only face that was there was Humberto Carrillo and Matt Riddle. That that was it. Yeah. Everyone there was basically heels. Like, there was no faces ringside. And Red, you were going to say? You, the, the way they are building up the whole night is, honestly, it was going to be some kind of funky finish. I figured either Braun was going to get in there and just wreck house or somebody in the outside of the crowd like Riddle and Ali would start brawling and just a big old brawl spilled into the ring. Matt, like the Raw would have gone off air with no match finishing. Yeah. And the re- what I think was going to end up happening or what I would have liked to have seen is that Fastlane, because they kept doing this hour time limit thing, just do an hour long Iron Man match at Fastlane where Miz cannot run away because he gets a loss. Like, that's one point for a countout for Bobby Lashley. So he can't run away. He can't keep DQing himself. Like, it will count against him by doing it. And that was the safest way of, you've been doing this. Like, because they started last week with an hour. At 9 o'clock, you need to give us your decision. I need more time. And this week, I need more time. Like, they were playing on the word of time. They were giving you hour-long. Like, it read as if Fastlane was going to be an hour-long match of some sort. No, I like I, that idea storyline-wise, yeah. but I don't want to see. I don't want to see Lashley and no. Miz in an hour-long no, I, match. I, Lashley would be dead. He melts in five minutes. I, like, I really like be... that idea because that would have yeah. been a way. Like, how can can Lashley destroy him in five minutes? Yes. Can Miz outlast him and Finangle wins over an hour? 
Yes. Yeah. That would have been actually really, really good. I wasn't thinking oh, that at all, but I love that. Been great. And you could have had Morrison like hit Lashley in the back of the leg with a chair or something. Like, like and you could have had it where like cinematic. they get DQ'd and like I, and it could be quote. just Lashley having to overcome that. And then you get that like powerhouse moment. Yeah. He, he would and for I, a while, but then it'd be half hour in, and it's like, Oh, now what? Miss is like, honestly, ah, I got you. I was thinking it may have gone even longer, like say Miz squeaks out a victory on that end of manipulating, getting the couple of losses. Like, but beating Bobby so much where he pins him like three or four times in a row where Bobby Ooh. can't respond. Well, Bobby yeah. gets screwed. He starts looking more face. Drew gets in the match or whatever at Mania. You got a triple threat. Miz is there to take the fall. You got Bobby in front of a live crowd or you got Drew in front of a live mm-hmm. crowd. Either way, I like all a that. big moment for them winning. Because I fear that the right move is to keep it on Bobby. But I think they want to give Drew that moment of you finally got your win in front of a crowd at Mania. I think Here's the thing. I this was, win. I was gonna say that. I was gonna say that because I think that's why they gave Bobby the title now to give him a little bit longer of a reign than just two weeks for when exactly. McIntyre beats him at Mania. Yeah, remember when everybody was like, "Man, Otis having that money in the briefcase would have been dumb." At least if he would have lost it, like because he probably would have lost it. At least he would have got sympathy for losing it. Like yeah. this does nothing yeah. for the Miz. You know, picture that Otis came out there. Yeah. And attacked and did whatever, and he got the win, and he got the title. And then eight days later, Bobby Lashley is mauling him. They were like, oh my god, look how strong Lashley is. If it was heel Otis, who was capitalizing, Bobby Lashley, hell of an athlete, and that is actually part (laughs) pun, part not. That would have worked, because him slam, that would have been great. It would have worked really well, I think, in that sense. But then we would also would have eight-day WWE champion Otis. Not to overhype this, but this is genuinely, this win speaks entirely to why I don't watch this company and why I don't like this company. Because they are horrible with long-term booking. What's the purpose of, okay, so you have this idea. McIntyre, you want to have the big win at Mania. That's the assumption I'm working off of, you know, whatever. I'm not saying it's necessarily true. That's what we're thinking. Mm -hmm. He's going to beat Lashley. You don't plan this. Clearly, I don't want that though. Well, okay, number one, I don't don't like that either. (laughs) But I'm saying, so you plan this, and they do this every WrestleMania, where instead of building this throughout the year and building it naturally, what was the purpose of any of this? So you had Miz win this just to give it to Lashley, just so we can drop it to Drew. Think about this and plan it out in the future so you actually have a good story. You don't have to do an eight-day reign as champion. That means nothing. Miz cashes in, even at TLC, let's say, after you had the weird two-week Orton reign for no reason. Miz cashes in at TLC, has a little title reign, lose it, Lashley, whatever. Like anything is better than I think what they did. This speaks to they had a month before Mania. They said, shit, we want this match. How do we build it naturally? Instead of thinking about number one, what they've naturally built throughout the year, mm-hmm. or number two, like thinking about this before ahead of time. Like, and not that you can have a convoluted way to get to your main show. New Japan had a really complicated way this year with White and Ibushi and stuff, but they planted seeds and they naturally built to that throughout the year. There's ways you can naturally build to stuff, but this company doesn't naturally build to anything. Every month before the show, they're like, oh shit, what direction are we going in? I guess now we're going in this direction instead of thinking it out. It's genuinely terrible. Miz deserved a longer title reign. I don't care about Lashley winning the title on Raw. Like, this just doesn't work for me. This was piss poor, like, lazy book to get to a match I don't even want at Mania. uh, Not a fan. And the thing is, if they just slowed down all what they did in the last two weeks, Say you have Lashley going after Miz and that, but Drew's like, no, 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 I got screwed. I've defended the chamber. I should get a rematch. Okay, he gets a rematch possibility of Fastlane. Lashley tries to screw it over, but Braun still wants after Lashley. 
like they did that in a one like night thing with those two. That could have been a feud for Mania. Forget Shane. Fuck off, Shane. Go away. We don't need you in a match mm. at Mania ever again. And jump like, off that pirate ship. We could have literally had. I hate Miz losing a Mania, but you could have had him in the main event, lose to Drew, still gets Drew over his Mania win, and then you have Lashley just being Braun. Murders Lashley. You just beat the monster. Now he wants Drew. Mm-hmm. That would have been perfect. Everything they, they did would have worked Miz. good. They have faith in two things. They have faith in the big p- people with big muscles like Bobby Lashley to main event WrestleMania and Drew McIntyre. Yeah, and they have and they have um, faith in part timers to draw in crowds. Like they're not interested. And we can talk about this. I don't think we're talking about this today, but we can talk about this with Oscar and Charlotte. They have they see an issue, and instead of actually <laughs> fixing it, they do like the cheapest bandit they can find, and they just Charlotte continue effect. to do that. You like not to jump into this, and we don't really need to get into it that much. No, we, we will later, though. Don't worry, Oscar and Charlotte. You realize you don't have a good women's division going into WrestleMania 35. Oscar defend again. Well, actually, that was on SmackDown side because you had Oscar with no one to defend the SmackDown title against. It was like Mandy Rose. Oh yeah, doesn't make sense. So you give it to Charlotte. Whatever goes to the triple threat. I hate that. Oh, you I thought realize... you meant this year. My bad. My bad. So this. I well, you're talking about this year. Yes. No. But so then you <laughs> this year it's the same there. But you analyze there. Okay, we don't have a good women's division. Instead of building stars, they just keep giving Charlotte, and not even a hate on Charlotte. I like Charlotte. But you keep giving her that role because, I hate she's a big name. You give it to these four women, and you give them, or five women if you include Rousey, and you can just carry, they can carry us through these main events, not actually building up anyone from their talented roster. They continually just put shitty band-aids and don't fix any of their issues. I genuinely, there's reasons I don't watch this company. They're building Bianca, though. Fair enough. Well, we'll see. It took that long, I think is what his point yes. is. Yeah. We thought that with yeah. Asuka, and it took a while it. for her to rebound. Also, Rhea, they dropped one. the ball with, and here we have that's Bianca, one, hopefully. That's one woman on Raw. Look, they had an opening. They just gave it to Charlotte, because, of like, course, they'll just throw Charlotte in there. Horrible, piss-poor booking, because you have one female that basically debuted at Royal Rumble and is still being mentioned, oh, coming soon to Raw, coming soon to Raw. You have Rhea, she you have Shayna, you have so many. You could have made an impact this week and Charlotte came out, I want Oscar. Rhea's like, yeah, get in line. Naomi could be elevated to the Mm -hmm. world champ, to the main title. So many people could. They have an amazing women's division on NXT. You have Naomi could possibly Ember Moon. Shitty. Like, honestly, the last, what, four years now, it's been, it was the four horsewomen plus Alexa Bliss. Then it became four horsewomen plus Ronda. Now it's four horsewomen plus Oscar. Like, they just rotate in a fifth person. For with the horsewomen as the singles champions mm-hmm. for Ron SmackDown. Like he had Naomi, she did well. She got injured and then had to regain the title that but then that was over. Carmella, she had a good run for twice. That was it. Like they just rotate yep. in one person for a little bit and then just drop them. Same thing with like you look at all their champions. You have Kofi Kingston, he won the WWE champion, he was elevated to world champion, then they immediately dropped him. They can't they're horrible at building momentum and keeping it. And I, I agree with, like, the Kofi thing was one of the, the weirdest drops off. And they even talked about that. I think Miz said, why are you going to the tag? You should be upset. You should win your title back. Uh, that was on Talking Smack, I believe. And it's, it, it makes sense to want that back. But when they don't care about it and don't bother about it, why would the audience? It's an obvious drop off. And th- the ideas with, with Miz carrying through the mania and whatnot, the, the stopgap, the... The problem they end up with, and it was a good problem when it happened where Ali got injured and Kofi came in, 
is they f had something fall into their lap that they should have been doing all along and having Kofi in that position. They're on the flip side now, because if they're putting it on Lashley to be the big win for Drew, people are loving Lashley as champion already. Like, that that's the and big that, backfire. Yeah. People are like, yes, he finally got it. But he's the monster Drew's going to slay. Why'd you put it on him? Why didn't you have Miz be a cocky prick for two months that Drew's been chasing and hounding? That would have been better. And you, also and you notice know, you had Sheamus and, Drew build up, Sheamus and Drew build up for the WWE Championship mm -hmm. match for months, and they paid it off on the opening match of Raw non-title. It was like, which a straight match. Fire, man. Which I've heard was mania match. quality. That's the worst Absolutely. part. That was, yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you remember two years ago with Miz when he was done with the IC title? Tags were not a thing, and he could possibly go after Brian as the WWE Championship and they go, you know what? You're going to tag with Shane, get the titles breakup, and then he's going to beat you like five times in a row. Well, no, he won one of them. Miz and Brian, they dropped the ball <laughs> even when they had them face. They had a bullshit yeah. finish at SummerSlam, yep. a tag match at Hell in a Cell, and then like a two-minute match at Super Showdown. That was it. Like yep. these people are, they are genuinely incompetent, I it, think. It's, they they, they it's, make mistakes on their pushes. It's when it's handed to them, they don't know what to do with it, and then they capitalize too late on it. That that's our or they do have something that works. Like Braun. they hold on too long. Yeah, Braun. Yeah. When they they told I, I've watched the documentary about Braun. They he, he was told it's not your time yet. It's like well, the audience is telling you otherwise. You pull or that Samoa pull Joe. that trigger for crying out loud. Joe as well. Yeah. Look at the oh, main event scene of Raw when Brock was Universal Champion for that long ass reign. You had Joe. You had Braun. You had, it was their time, but instead they just put the bandaid on Raw on Brock because they didn't feel like they were established stars. They're never going to be established stars if you just have them lose in ten minutes to Brock Lesnar each time. Like if you don't give them that push, they're not going to find it elsewise because you're booking the cards. I feel like, like we need to have Ali on the show because we're just sounding like Ali right now. But, but that is what we've said many, many times where they can be whatever you want. If you want them to get over as world killers, have them be world killers. Like, it, it's not a hard thing to do. But if you don't think the fans are going to buy into it, they're definitely not when you have them try and fail. Like, I, I can go way back to when Batista was going after Edge for the world title and he kept losing, losing, losing and had that last chance match. It was like, if he doesn't get it, fans are going to think he just can't anymore. And this is 2006. It, it, yeah. It's right. Like, it's you can't have them continually fail to get the big one later. No, that means he won one out of five. That's what that means. It means he got lucky that last chance and he got beaten the other times. Because many times when WWE does this, it's not a simple case of, oh, it was shenanigans where he, by hook or by crook. Like, JBL was good with that. But it often came down to they simply got beat then they're the better man. Okay, we'll give him another shot. I want him to win, but it's eventually it's like, well, he's not winning. I want to see who else can do it because I've seen this guy coming up in these three I'm, months of pay-per-views in the meantime. Give him a shot. And that's the classic you, Daniel Bryan thing. Are you explaining what just happened to Kevin Owens? A little bit. Because that's literally what we've had the last four months of Kevin Owens getting shot after shot after shot. Yeah. Everybody wants to see him title win, but they still aren't going to pull it. Now, with Kevin Owens, that, that's a good example, Red, especially because those ones have been good, for one. I've enjoyed them, but when they said, oh, it's another match, I'm like, I really don't want another one. Like, I'll enjoy it, but I kind of want something new because he's gotten beat. Like, he, he's lost his yeah. shot, so why is he getting another one? One good thing is, though, they have made him look insanely strong, though. Yeah. They, yeah. they, like, they haven't hurt him. Exactly. That, that is the difference with him, yes. 
Uh, also, I will say to everyone, if you genuinely cannot stand the show like I do, don't watch. Like, yeah. every, I don't get online, and this is a big thing with, like, Twitter and stuff. Everyone hates on everything, but then they just continue to watch it. Wrestling is so much better when you find the company, and there's companies for everyone at this point, like, easily accessible. Just watch what you like. If you hate something, don't watch it. You know? Yeah, that, I, I got to disagree with that because there are certain things that people do enjoy hate watching. Yeah, well, but, like, yeah, but then don't claim you're a victim on Twitter when you don't like it. Like then, well, I didn't say you can't. You're saying don't watch it. I can watch something I don't like just for the fact yeah. that I have something to complain about and can bash on them. But yes, I agree. Don't sit there and go all about saying you're the victim when. But then you find something rewarding this. in it. If you don't hmm. find anything rewarding in it, and it just causes you agony and pain and frustration. Don't watch it. But if you find there's more, a lot to of it, things I like sure. about it. But there's just like one or two things I just Absolutely. can't stand. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's just it's one of those things. You know, it's just. It's like any other TV show. Yeah, absolutely. There's always going to be something that you like, something you don't like. Like People watching this probably have your favorites already, and you, you don't like certain people, but you watch anyway for the others, so it's all good on top of the well, card. To be so. clear, I'm not talking about any of like you. Ooh, like, I'm talking about people on Twitter <laughs> who are like, oh, I, I hate everything in this company, and Vince is... Like, there's oh, people who that. just go where they hate everything. Because well, every bad thing is Vince's fault. About. You can like, you can dislike something. I fucking hate that they're unifying these tiles in New Japan, and I'm going to complain about it. But like, I still like them enough. Mm-hmm. If you truly hate everything in WWE and you can't stand watching it, that's what I mean. Not necessarily like you guys. Oh yeah, I'll die on a hill. I love SmackDown and I like NXT Raw. Mm, that's real hard <laughs> to it, watch. And it sucks because I, I, we were watching Raw last night, and one of the complaints was it being three hours is the issue. I don't think the length of the time of the show is the issue. I think the problem is is they've gotten this opportunity to have three hours, and instead of filling it with maybe this match instead of five minutes being a 15-minute match with a good quality match, they take that 15 minutes and try to squeeze three stories into it. Well, we know oh, they like, can, because Sheamus and uh, Drew was like 23 minutes. Like, Oh, they can clearly do it. Just keep, that keep doing that. But the thing is... But then they I had a five-minute squash on Naomi. Well, that was the thing that was the worst part of that show was I was watching. I'm like, okay, they have two commercial breaks with this long match. I'm like, oh, cool. It's 840 or, or like near like 850 almost. And they're like, up next, Naomi and Naya. And I'm like, okay, these are contenders and champions facing off. And they're given 10 minutes because we know Miz has a thing at nine. Um, mm-hmm. And then I'm sitting here going, and also they're technically both part of the same family. And they're that's just a, not going to mention they're not it. Doing, they're, yeah, they're not squash. doing that, though. So, yeah. Yeah, like, but it was just weird that yeah. they're like, oh, we're going to squash this. And it's like between extended family members. I'm like, this is really, yeah, but they're, really? They're again, this? That, that's the thing that we know. They're not portraying the family thing. So that's irrelevant to how people see uh, yeah. it. Not yet. <laughs> yeah, no, it'll I'm come. waiting for that day where yeah. Roman just takes over WWE and the family's on all brands, or at least the two main ones. And he's like, stop fighting. You two get but along I mean, and you're done. Mm. But I mean, it's like it say like uh, who's the heart that was part of the bloodsport? I keep mixing them up. Uh, Smith, Smith. If he came in and Tyson was out of retirement and they faced off, you're gonna mention that they're part of the fam. Like, it, like it, it feels weird when it's obvious these two are part of the same family, and they're just gonna just ignore that. Well, I, it's a thing. I will say part of it probably is because it's a different show. Yeah. If, if it was SmackDown, they would be saying it. it, it I, I think that is it. But it's an opportunity. They should absolutely be doing yeah. it. I well, agree. like. Yeah. The, well, like at the Rumble, you had Nia and Tamina and Shayna all interact, and I was like, yeah. "Ooh, my tag partner or my cousin? Oh, screw my cousin right now!" And it's like, "Yeah, do that stuff." 
Yeah, again, that's the Rumble. That's the one time they do kind of do that yeah. stuff. But I, I am hoping for more of that. But them not doing it in the moment they they do, like a three-minute segment wouldn't have been enough for that anyway. So yeah. But then and, uh, that gets to your point. Don't do that three-minute segment. Mm-hmm. And that goes back to Red's point of it's not the problem that it's three hours. It's that it's a bad three hours. And oh, yes. that's, like, I'll, I'll say that to what the whole thing with Miz. Like, I, I was laughing with GMSG for the past week about Lashley. Like, Miz is, Miz is so winning. Like, everyone's like, oh, he's going to win. No, that's the point. Miz is going to sneak this one out. He's got it. Like, that's the thing. It's shenanigans, whatever, leading to later. So when he actually won, I was like, huh. I never actually thought Lashley would win. But in our Discord. They made it too obvious, too. But in our Discord, people were like, toward the end, they're like, man, Lashley might not win this. Like, most people in there were thinking Lashley's got this in the bag just because that's how they're portraying it. But Miz being the, the cocky heel and stuff, like, I get not liking the, the portrayal of it, but also saying, oh, this is dumb, this is dumb. No, he's trying shenanigans to get out of it. That's his character. And there's a bit of aspect on that where you're basically booing the product for what he's doing. Good, yes, he, you're booing him. Excellent. Except it makes you not want to watch it. That's where they go too far. That's the go-away heat, which I, I know some yes. don't agree exists, but I it does. If you do it in a successful way, you'll pay to see him lose. If you do it in a bad way, you'll turn it off because you don't care. And that's what it got close to from the sound of it. But people just love Lashley so much. So why feed him to Drew? I, mm, it's... I will say I think there's also though a difference of having... Ms. Lose and having Ms. Lose in a squash match, even though if that is the story, it still is your world champion. Like, I hate that. Like, this is yeah. arguably the most prestigious championship in wrestling. Oh, oh look, it changed in a five minute squash match. Like, they, cool. They, 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 they did portray, portray him. him as a chicken shit heel. Yeah, no, I fully understand. But he's that, also yeah. a, like a 12 year veteran who's the grand slam of everything. And, like, like, who he's can't the go look at him? Too. With Roman. He was a chicken shit with Roman, but they had an amazing t- like twenty minute this. raw match Again, for the IC yeah. title. He he's not only just a two time Grand Slam. That title win was his twentieth championship under the company. Twentieth. Like but the whole time he had money in the bank, nobody mentioned any of his accolades. They just treat. He was just more of like you know just a comedy act until about a week before he cashed in when he cut that killer promo. Yep. Well, yeah, like, All there right, is, there's there, there is a weird then, thing though. There's a precedent now that he can only win the world title. If he has money in the bank, he can't win a world title legitimately on his own. He can't get yeah, that, that job done. Too. What a great way to build up a star that like, wow, I'm sure you're going to draw a lot of money with him now. Yeah, like, he's, a, he's won everything that. else fine by hook or crook and like bad guys do it all the time. That's fine. But I did realize that he's the only two time world champion that did it this way. He couldn't mm-hmm. win it without money in the bank, which is, and, that's, I mean, but the thing is, he'll lean into that, and that's fine, because he'll make that be a thing, and he can make that work. That, and that's, wh- but that's still a thing that they did. And it was yeah, a but, stat two years ago that him and Kofi had won the most championships between 2010 and 2020, and it was like 15 or 16 titles, both of them, too. Mm-hmm. And Kofi held that title for fucking, like, five months and defended it multiple times, Miz can't even get one actual real defense. Well, again, that's a matter of timing based on yeah. what they're looking at. Yeah, but like, going that's towards brutal. a pay per view, like it wasn't a case of oh, we we need to make sure Miz gets it, so we have some defenses. That wasn't even in the conversation. That was we got to no. cash this thing in now and get it over to here so that he can be beaten up because we don't want to have Bobby beat Drew if we're going to have Drew beat Bobby, which he already did last year when he defended it successfully. It's <laughs> they, they they like to play on history, but also hope you forget it. It's it, that that bugs me more than anything with WWE sometimes. So 
it's there's just a million ways you could do this better. Miz wins earlier, so yeah. he has a feud. He sells the contract or the sells the briefcase to Lashley at Chamber, even like even though that's kind of stupid. At least you have a stronger reign for Lashley. Like I just think there's mm-hmm. so many other ways than this. It's and it's it's easy to say that where yeah we know everything. Well yeah we, again we've been it watching genuinely for is some it, of like, us for I, a long time. So I don't think it is that hard though. Like I'm no. you know I, I if you're WWE and you have a literal room of hired writers, like I'm sure you can think of better shit than this. Like I guarantee you because oh, I can't in you five know minutes. Who has to you know who has to give the final say on all that stuff. Well it's right? all oh, Vince. It's probably yeah. Vince's personal hatred but, of Miz. But I here's assume. the thing. SmackDown is not NXT and run by Triple H at all, and it's a thousand times better. There is no, should be no difference between Raw and SmackDown. Other well, than hold that. on. One it's the same team. Because, well, to an extent, Daniel Bryan's running SmackDown, Edge is running Raw. What? Not Daniel really. Bryan, isn't he the Bryan's, head of creative Bryan's, on SmackDown? They're, they're, they're on creative, Bryan's, but they're not running the show. Bryan's shows. on creative, but he's not running it. Yeah, Edge yeah, is too, Roman's technically on creative shows. too, yeah. but I mean, like, you could say that like Randy's not creative then on Raw too because he's like one of the voices. Like, maybe it is the three-hour thing. Maybe it is just like they feel the need to use cheaper gimmicks like the every-hour thing because they're like they want to boost the Raw ratings well, and SmackDown. They feel more confident to have a better like decently paced actual show because they don't feel like they need to hook people for three hours. Not, maybe that's not, genuinely it. Not to to harp on the negative much more on this, but I, I'll just say going into that Raw last night after the week-long build toward this WWE title match, an epic match where Lashley can have his 15-year odyssey come true, why would anybody think that's going to be at the top of an hour? Why would that not have been the main event? Like, uh, that alone is a weird booking idea. Like, why wouldn't that have been the end of Raw? Because you From want them the to get-go. S- you want them to stay for the first hour, and then you want them to stay for the second hour, and exactly. stay for the third hour. Exactly. And that's, also, make yeah. no mistake, it's there's a reason... Reasons. Drew McIntyre beat Orton on Raw. There's a reason Lashley beat Miz on Raw. It's because they want to boost these ratings. Yep. So that's getting in the way of sometimes good ideas. So there's other other driving factors as well we need to remember. So The last thing, too, with, with that kind of stuff is towards uh, something else that was kind of big that we, we didn't talk about at all, but we didn't talk about this year's stuff quite yet, was the whole Peacock deal with the WWE Network. Speaking of, like... <laughs> ratings and and buy rates and stuff that's going to be a thing will will uh, i'm canadian it doesn't affect me but you guys have already converted over your, you can gotten your peacock stuff right like it's yep yeah yeah i'm close yeah, yeah i'm my, close to mine charges on like the 10th or 11th so it's just like i might as well wait mm-hmm. yeah and it goes live on what the on 18th both. i think yeah, yeah. Fastlane's on both, but Mania isn't. It's ugh. yeah, mm-hmm. and they they keep doing these freaking sh- specials, and it's just like, do I want to change and not have access to like the Big E thing? Like mm-hmm. the transition thing is not smooth at all. No, right. I really think they're like everyone's like, oh, how's this going to affect the booking and stuff? I don't think this is going to matter at Nothing. all. No, like it just changes the interface. It's 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 the same as when ESPN got the pay per view rights for UFC. It's just a carrier change. It's literally a background provider. There's nothing different. It won't change anything. But I've seen people say, oh, the booking's going to have to get better. Well, I mean, if they want to have the contract renewed in five years, yeah, it'll have to be worth money to renew. But they felt that this right now was worth that money. Keep that in mind, people who are the naysayers. <laughs> so they look at it as the, the brand. They look at it as the money. They look at it as the value beyond of what that purchase is. And as a sporting thing with 
three hours on Mondays. Like if because that this content's going on the network, so three hours new every Monday, two hours every Wednesday, two hours every Friday, plus pay per views once or twice a month, and that's three or four hours each. That's all content that's going to be on there, plus all these documentaries. Yeah, if you're looking to bolster your streaming service, it's right there. What the, I don't want to say easy money, but that's value that they went, uh-huh. And It's like Disney Plus, including uh, ESPN Plus. Yeah. It's an instant, like, you're gaining an entire section of people. Like, Disney Plus doesn't need National Geographic, but it has an option. Well, that's why Disney bought Marvel back in the day. I say that. It's been, like, ten years. They've been trying to get into the boys' toys market forever, doing Disney princes and things like that. Because they've got the princesses, right? they got all this stuff. They went, we could just buy Marvel. Yeah, sure. And it was cheaper than buying did. Shawn Michaels. Yeah, yeah. They bought Marvel, and they got everything out of that. And then with that money, they bought Star Wars, and they've been able to bolster, and now they have the premium streaming service that is causing people like NBC with their Peacock service to go, we need a sports thing. This will work. And there you go. So it's all a matter of money is what drives it, and that's what drives what's on the shows a lot, obviously, too. Uh, the last thing I think we were going to talk about tonight because this is this is coming up on an hour ish uh was actual new upcoming show because revolution is this weekend i'll I'll just throw it out there who's excited for AEW revolution um i like the fact that it's like a gimmick pay-per-view where every match has a different step or it's like multi-man or something i like that but I genuinely don't think there's been a pay-per-view that I've been less excited for. Every single match on this card, I'm like, oh, that's from, not going to be good. From AEW, specifically? Oh, I would say in general. Oh. <laughs> I, every single match on this, like, even some of them, like, sure, the quality's probably going to be good, but it's just, like, every single one has some reason where I'm like, you. Jimmy C, how about you? Uh, yeah, I definitely feel the same way. I mean, Matt Hardy, and, I feel like Heyman Page should definitely be in a bigger story right now. Mm-hmm. And Matt Hardy should just be a manager right now if that's his character. Hey, but you have why the money. We... They're going to get the money. You know, it's good. Why, like, why do we have another tag team battle royal when we had one like a month ago? We don't need a second one. And and Red, what do you what do you think of this fantastic show that everybody else is excited for? Honestly, what's AEW? I really don't watch the show, so <laughs> the only reason I'm going to pay attention to pay-per-view is for the FPL. Well, Same. Let, let's talk about the card really quickly here. We don't need to go into too much detail because obviously everybody here is very excited. Personally, I always <laughs> like wrestling. I like to follow the stuff. I like to see what happens from it. But yeah, nothing on here goes, I got to watch that. There's no must-watches here, except for that world title match because I want to see how insane they go like what are they actually going to do like because if you got to think Darby and Sting well I'll I'll say what I want to say about the world title when I get there but I'm on Wikipedia and we've got the AEW World Tag Team Championship the winners of the Battle Royal GMSG mentioned Chris Jericho and MJF not a real team face off against the Young Bucks Matt Jackson and Nick Jackson for the tag titles um that's heel versus heel, for one. It's not a real team versus uh, the team that's probably one of our least favorites. That's the Bucks. I like um, the Bucks. They're fun to oh, watch, but they're the not Bucks. good at wrestling. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Which I know is a very damning statement. People are probably <laughs> going to be hating me on that. But they can't. They don't sell proper. Their storytelling is crap. I'll say, uh, okay, here's my Bucks rant. They mm, learned something in Impact and on the indies. 
And they got over doing that and never learned elsewhere how to do other things and rested on those laurels and, for what it's worth, have made millions, have sold toys, books, went to Ring of Honor and New Japan and started their own company. I can't fault them for that. They did what you need to do. It's like Hulk Hogan can wrestle, but he made millions cupping his ear. You do what you do. I get it. But hey, name another author whose book has been DDT Iron Man Heavyweight Champion for like a month now. <laughs> I, and you know, I don't exactly. know of any other books that won it, but I did see that. Yes, their autobiography exactly. called Killing the Business, which tells you what they need to know. I yep. don't hate the Bucks <laughs> for what they've done or what they've accomplished. I just don't think they're very good. They're exciting, but they're not good at doing what I like to see. Because you can have their someone characters with a have also been shit in AEW. And also, oh, yeah. I take the back injury. All the same. I think the back injury, personally, I've cracked two bones in my back. And that dude selling, like, oh, my back is hurt for 10 minutes and then just nonstop running for 20. He <laughs> had a what? broken foot and wrestled on it, including a super kick, and got the win with <laughs> oh, the FDR. I forgot that. So, yeah. Oh, my God. So they're not going to lose to Jericho and MJF. Oh, you say that. But you say that. I, but, <laughs> Jericho but, could win it. But then it's like Jericho it. and MJF, and they're having the inner circle implode. That's probably the way they're going to go. And I like MJF as a heel. MJF is great. I think I just said yeah. MJF is awesome. He knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. He should. No reason cool. he needs to be with inner circle. Though. When he's so talented. When AEW started, they even had MJF and Page in that casino battle royal at Double or Nothing 2019. They were the two finalists, and there was a commentary line saying, "This is the future of our company. This is a rivalry that will last for decades." And I went, "Yep." This is your world title, guys. This is where you're going. The winner of this will be facing the loser later on. It's going to be great. Still waiting for that. Because MJF has really, aside from one title shot with Moxley, been misused. I hope he's learning everything he can from Jericho. Because that's the right guy. This is actually good for him. But he has been so wasted, I feel, in this. He should have been world champion by now, easily. So is Hangman. Oh, we'll get there. I'm yeah. not talking about Hangman we'll yet. Get we'll, oh, get right. hangman. we'll get the Hangman. Sorry. Got Hangman on the mind. All right. Well, we'll skip it. Hey. Well, should we give our predictions of who's winning? Yeah, go or for it. Yeah. If you want. I don't. Do, okay. Hey, we care who's winning. We don't wow. want to give away our picks for the FPL, do we? Fair yeah. enough. <laughs> we don't. But honestly, that would be a real how about this? Are you looking say. forward to that match? No. <laughs> no, I just don't like the Bucks, so I can't. I yeah. can't do it. I, I'm intrigued in the last two minutes. It'll Anything p- before that, it's a long, long road. It'll pick up after 20 minutes and be an exciting five. They're going to kick mm-hmm. out. like It's going to be like Jericho does like three code breakers and the juice effect, and they're going to kick out, and everyone's going to be like, it's five stars. Yeah. No, no, it's going to be seven It'll stars. Be a, it'll be a super kick party. Yeah. Man, we have him and Omega on the same, them on this, and Omega on the same night. God, that's two long matches. I'm gonna hate. So yep. let's 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 keep on this this fun train with Adam Page versus Matt Hardy in a big money big money match. Let me get that right. The winner receives the loser's 2021 first quarter earnings, which is a thing that I'll <laughs> say is the first I've heard of in wrestling. There's been ten thousand dollar body slam matches. Like we we've had money matches before, but Adam Page versus Matt Hardy, where Matt Hardy is apparently doing this Scott Steiner math gimmick, where he's a a manager of the stars to get people in the big places to get the big money matches when no, he's not. Cause that has not actually been a thing we've ever seen. That makes no sense for his character. And I don't understand that. 
uh, versus Adam Page, who should be right up there with MJF. Now, I'll agree him losing to Jericho actually made his character better, whereas he's trying to get there and he's on, uh, on the outs with the inner circle. I get what they were he's going for. I get what they were going for. That was cool. But they've not capitalized on it and it's been two goddamn years. Come on. Matt Hardy, I, lo I love you, Matt, but you should not be here at all. You're, you're the Tommy Dreamer from Impact. You're, you're that guy right now. You don't belong here. You're wasting Adam Page's time. I know that's a lot of hate, but Adam Page should be having a very high-profile match at this pay-per-view, and this match with Matt Hardy is not it, no matter how much they try and say it is. It doesn't work for me. And he better win. Oh, Adam Page better win this. Matt Hardy, you are always going to be the lesser Hardy boy. You suck. Fuck off. Uh, Matt, Adam Page, you should in the world title picture you were the hottest person in this company and then they dropped the ball with you go to nxt become nxt champion just really do anything else other than this company they do not deserve you he, this match he, sucks. Be he better win this and he better be the one to take that title off of omega i love how or... i thought i was going to be the one most hated for hating AEW, but holy oh, crap ct that that's your trophy sorry beer me <laughs> no you're good you're good <laughs> jimmy g what do you think about that match uh, when I saw you that, you could have I, ended with that sigh. That would have been enough. <laughs> when I saw that, I instantly sent that to Beer Me and CT, and they're both just like, "Wait, what?" It's so su it's such an unnatural match. You're like, "Why?" I don't understand. Red, do you like the match? Do I have to answer positively? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm not a fan. Like I said, I really don't watch AEW. The whole hey, we're going to be the next big thing, we're going to take WWE out, and everything I've seen since the beginning is just like, you're not doing anything new. You're 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 trying too hard and making forcing everything down our throats, and I don't see anything new. I just see re repetitive of what WWE has tried. Well, let, let's go down that road of things that are new. We have Sting <laughs> and Darby <laughs> Allen, who's new, I'll give him that, Against Ricky Starks, who's also new and pretty great, and Brian Cage, who's kind of new. Uh, with On Team Taz, who's not new. Um, <laughs> that's a street fight. And I know this has been rumored for about two months now where it's going to be cinematic. No, it isn't. I truly don't know. It should be no, because that's how you can mask it, but it absolutely won't be. They're going to have Sting in a ring. They, they really are. Uh, if, if Brian Cage powerbombs Sting, it's match over, right? Or does he kick out? He'll be through a table too. Oh god! So that you're people right. will know if he's dead or not. It'll hit his head. I say. I <laughs> yeah. say that. I shouldn't. I shouldn't say that. But it's th there's Stop, That's gonna be such a bad age joke. I guarantee. It really is. But I mean, Ricky Starks and Brian Cage. That's a more of a team than Jericho and MJF is. Just for the record, and yeah. that would actually be a fun match. Those guys in the Bucks. That sounds like fun. Uh, Darby Allen Sting. No, thank you. I just. It's, I, don't even, I don't even hate Sting, and I don't think he's too old, whatever, but they're portraying him that way. So he is that way. So no, I don't want that. They're portraying him as a delusional grandfather who like thinks he can still fight, but then as soon as he gets one bump, dies. But they're just painting him out as delusional. Yeah. It makes he's no gonna, sense. He's going to come back at the end of the match and win it for his team. He'll take a Maybe power you, bomb early, oh God, and just right. Darby will get mm. the shit kicked out of him the whole time. Maybe That's you could point. explain it to me why they're a tag team because the only thing I can think of is they both wear makeup. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Correct. One's a punk and one's a rebel. They're loners. Yeah. Darby came out on the, the zip line. 
You know what? I'll say I think Darby Allen has looked pretty decent in Darby, all of this. I think yeah. Darby, like this, yeah. for everything you want to say, and I think overall this is more negative than positive, I think this has elevated Darby Allen a bit. This is what he needed with some high-profile feud like this. Yep. No, Darby Allen's been great, I, I think, yeah. The only yes. thing with him is I wish he was the one that survived the beating of Luke Harper and took the title from. I like I, Cody, and I get the story of that, but he, Luke, like that could have been Darby Allen's first defense against Cody, and that time Cody could have been like, hey, your champion good job mm-hmm. didn't they have am i did they didn't they have like sting pull him out in a body bag yeah okay well that was stupid i'll admit that one wasn't good that one wasn't good i just a memory yeah. of reading that no it's a, a thing yeah, that wasn't did. real that's stupid but like other than that darby you look cool up in the stands with your face paint honestly for the most part that match does still interest me based on who's in it except i don't like the way they're portraying it so they're undercutting their own match in my eyes, which is guys, what are you doing? But uh, CT, you looking forward to it? No, GMSG, not really. Red, it's cool to see Cage though. Nah, bear me, yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> Why do you like this That's one? Star- Starks and Cage, right? Why, <laughs> Star- yeah, right. Well, yeah, those two. No, I, I'm just, I, I'm interested. In, I, I've always been a big fan of Sting, so you know what I mean. You but know, he's old. He can't take a power bomb. I <laughs> hey, you know what? I'm gonna uh, hey. If Brian Cage puts him down, he puts him down. But I need to see it, and I like Darby Allen a lot. So <laughs> okay, I'm, I feel like I'm, I'm being to too negative on this. No, to no. be clear, like you know what? If, with Here. the best thing about the mindset I'm having, they can just have a competent wrestling show, and it will impress me. So there's a good chance I'm impressed by the show. Oh, I've, and if it's good, yeah. if it's good, you know, more praise to you. I'll be the first to admit I just, like the show. Just if you do a power pound of Sting, do not do it to a ring post corner or oh. outside ring corner, please. He already almost got paralyzed. Don't I have a do bad feeling they're the going to have him do a big spot. Mm-hmm. I they really are. think they're going to have him do a big spot. Yep. Well, Darby's going to take more pain, and we know that. But Sting's body cannot hold it like Darby's. No. It's it's going to be rough. Um, let, let's talk about a match that might have a little more potential, hopefully, depending how it goes. We don't know yet. Hikaru Shida... Um is defending the Women's <laughs> Championship against either Nyla Rose, again, or Ryo Mizunami. And the winner of that match tomorrow, Wednesday, on Dynamite, will be that challenger. So that'll be known tomorrow. I'll just say I don't know who Ryo is, and I have not cared for the Hikaru versus Nyla matches since the one where she won it, which was a badass one. I don't care to see it again when the tournament quite literally had... Layla Hirsch, Thunder Rosa, Serena Deeb, Riho, Britt Baker, the the, exactly yeah, yeah. like Sa- Sakura, uh, so, Aja Kong, so many other interesting ones. And uh, Anna Jay was injured beforehand; she was not in it. But like Britt Baker was looking like it. Thunder Rosa, oh. all these cool, interesting ones. Will either going to get someone who most American audiences do not know, and the ones who do know have either followed her in Japan or on the YouTube shows they've done with the tournament, or. It's Nyla Rose again. Why? So I don't care about that. I don't know. I'll be I'll be honest. I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be Mizunami because Sheeta was running that side of the tournament, so maybe that's who she wanted to really face from over there. Maybe that's. Yeah. I think it's, I think she's gonna beat Nyla because what's the point of Nyla doing it again unless Nyla's mm-hmm. gonna like you know what I mean like and it kind of sucks because like I did watch this women's tournament like for a while I don't know why I did it but I did. <laughs> Because uh, I like women's wrestling a lot, and uh, the, all, the matches were really good, but yeah, I don't need to see another Nyla and Sheeta match. I just want to see. I'd rather see Mizunami and Sheeta. 
in ring wise so, this is the one i'm clearly most anticipating from the night but still like i think the aw women's championship is genuinely one of the worst championships in wrestling right now as far as how it's treated and you can tell this because in the great aw jerk off which was the wrestling observer awards uh they didn't give it to sheeta and they didn't give it to the aw women's division so like boom right there you can see it's pretty <laughs> undeniable um, i thought you were talking about you know the championship is the worst because it's a toy ding but you, you just meant in general okay i got you okay. oh yeah right so uh, uh that yeah i i don't necessarily care i think this one has the best potential in ring uh hopefully it's the japanese one sorry i don't remember your name i if you you know mizunami sorry sure mizunami whatever uh i think it's gonna <laughs> probably gonna be you nyla rose though i mean they have a history riho beat her for the title and then they just had another rematch where nyla won so maybe nyla wins again here and like oh that's the story i don't know but like i don't know i don't care about the championship at all i think it's quite poor how they book it but i don't think that's a hot take either so yeah uh, there's jim g's thoughts red any I mean, Britt baker losing yeah just killed everything the tournament went the wrong way it really feels yes. like and that just makes me want and... to see other challengers more than this yeah. or you could have had thunder rosa and then there's like no, we're not even going to do that. And it's like, mm. all right, that that's two people you just killed for the tournament? Okay. Mm. Red, what do you think about this one? You, you, the person who doesn't watch AEW, what do you think about the potential? <laughs> Are any of these people the one that used to wrestle with Kenny Omega? That's no. the only one I no. know. That's no, no. AEW. Oh, well, then no. <laughs> go, go Nyla. <laughs> can, can I also say, I know CT is really with me on this a lot, but... The idea of having someone come over from Japan to have a match like this in a pandemic is ridiculous. Like, <laughs> you've got clearly a women's roster, which includes all those names I mentioned. Why are you this flying the- someone in? No, no. This is the company that's had live crowds for months and actively encourages them to scream and sing along with songs, which is a great way to spread COVID. They don't care. These people don't care at all. Um, Actually, that's probably a good reason to think like she probably is winning because imagine risking your life in a pandemic flying across like it's a 16 hour flight just to lose to Nyla Rose on Dynamite. That'd be pretty sad. Yeah, she's probably winning Mm -hmm. that. And then that means that we don't get the belt off the Japanese champion and it's still on a Japanese champion and it doesn't solve anything about having the title in America, which would have made also, all the sense, I thought. Well, but I'm, I'm Can I say one something. more thing? Big Swole not being in the women's tournament really pissed me off. They haven't done anything with her. That's, I don't know why she wasn't in it. Her name's it not really even on there. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's move right. on to the, uh, the face of the Revolution ladder match <laughs> for a future out. TNT championship match. I'll, I'll work my way yeah. up. We've got a contender to be named tomorrow night. We don't even know what the match is. It's probably somebody. But we also have 10 or Max Caster. C- cool. Okay. We have Lance Archer. Right. He qualified over Phoenix. I like Lance Archer. We have Agreed. we have Penta El Zero Medio. Pentagon Jr. Pentagon's awesome. Love that guy. He's great. Yep. Yeah. We have Scorpio Sky. He's good too. And we have Cody Rhodes. I've He's heard that arguably name. Arguably best wrestler in the world, I would say. Probably gonna win the probably gonna win it. Yeah. Well, face of the revolution. I mean, he definitely if he's winning, he named that. <laughs> yeah. The winner gets a TNT title match. So that I mean God, if Pentagon and Phoenix aren't gonna be tag champions, let them be single stars. Like I know Jimmy Shim, I said this a lot, but LAX and the Lucha Brothers leaving Impact to go to AEW made all the sense in the world in that moment, but what they've done with them Oh, God, why'd you go? 
Like, yeah. it's... Or to pay. Well, yeah. Hey, good on you getting money, at least. Yeah, then. get the money from the money mark, as Lee would say. Our businessman. Yeah. But, okay, so who's going to win that? Um, Probably none of them, and it'll probably be a surprise, because that's what they seem to always do. Remember Brian Cage? Watch watch it be Please, no, don't say... Don't Please be Big say, Show. Don't it's going to be Ethan Oh, page. it's going to be Big Show. It's going to be Big Show. Big Show's gonna murder Darby Allen. Yeah, that, that's it. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. It's not Hold gonna on. be Big Show. It's gonna be Sig Bo. Or... And then Big Show has his rematch with Sting for the title because right. they face on Raw. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Oh my god. Everything. Sting versus Big Show for double or nothing. Book it now, AEW. Who is the TNT champion? Darby Allen. Darby. Darby Allen. Okay, then yes, Paul Wright. It <laughs> could be. He's gonna beat his ass with the damn skateboard. I genuinely think it's gonna be Cody. They had the, you can do the rematch between them. Yeah, that's a good option. Honestly, either him yeah, or Archer. One, yeah, they are. Cody one, one. makes uh, a lot of sense but, for that, but he shouldn't be winning that. Um, they are turning it? Archer face, and I don't think they would have him face off with Darby, who's also a major face. No, right not now. when he's the beat the crap yeah. out of you type of guy. So and supposedly yeah. Scorpion Sky is kind of hurt too, or coming oh. back from injury. So it's really weird that they said, "Yeah, you're in this match." It's uh, gonna be a. It's gonna be all ego Ethan Page when he shows up as the mystery man. Please no. Oh, yeah. Don't say that. I really hey, hope he, he posted honestly, on Twitter like a day ago. See you soon. With all so, the with all the Dark Order stuff, yeah. I would not be surprised if Ten won it. Don't call me crazy, but it wouldn't be wouldn't surprise me. He wouldn't win the TNT like have, but. See, but then I don't think you can do that in the wake of like Brody Lee and not just you know be like oh a storyline, but like you can't. I don't think you can have Ten be in that shot for the TNT title, Brody's title, and then have him lose. I feel like he would have to win it. Yeah. Which he, I mean, it's it's AW. He probably would. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest. Yeah. Um, but it, it, I honestly think it'll be someone not announced yet. Because that's... What if Darby turns on Sting? <gasps> and then he's heel. And then that yeah. would be good against 10. No. That could... Oh. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we often overthink things here um, on Top of the Card. And we did that before it was called Top of the Card. So you'll, you'll understand that. Uh, listeners as we go. Um, what if it is Big Show? Genuinely what if it is? It probably will be. Face of the Revolution. Probably Charlotte Flair. Oh, we could dream. Wait, <laughs> right. so shouldn't a face win it? The, um, no. Mm. N- no? Oh god, if MJF no, won, it's not. It's so not a good, good guy of the Revolution. <laughs> Man, it, it says face of the Revolution. That's not what they mean by face. New. No, true. Stop a- it. AEW wants the new thing. That's so. you mean. The thing is, being AEW, I could see it. I mean, Cody's and, put and, his neck on the line with that tattoo. That's pretty close <laughs> to the face. So maybe he's gonna get a face tattoo oh, that says like Revolution. What you know? Mm. What if what if Shaq wins on Dynamite tomorrow night and then goes into this match? And faces oh, we're going to get Shaq versus Big for Show for the title. Yeah. WWE didn't want to do it. AEW's like, well, we got money. Let's do Shaq it. also didn't want to do it at one point, but yeah, <laughs> but. I'll, I'll, I'll tangent there briefly because there's three more matches to go, but why in the world is Cody Rhodes versus Shaq, or the tag match they're doing, not on the pay-per-view to have money Because Shaq is it? busy. That Shaq already has something scheduled that night. Tape it and air it anyway. Who cares? <laughs> like Maybe Cody's winning that ladder match. Then there, there's ways, but yeah. So, Do you think that there's going to be surprises from either Impact or New Japan in this? Yes. Probably. Ab- absolutely. Mm. I think it's definitely in the tag. Well, we'll I get, doubt it. We'll, we'll get it to won't that. Be a surprise, it won't be someone that's already been there. Unless it's Ace Austin and he wins the whole thing. Oh, that'd be great. 
I would like. Yeah, because he's that. like that'd be good. Yeah, he's like one of their best things in Impact. So Callahan would probably be the best. Let Moose run roughshod. Let him go. Let him do it. <sighs> we can guys dream. Are giving too much hope and niceness. We can dream. Um, speaking of hope yeah. and niceness, that was a bad, bad segue. Uh, Miro and Kip Sabian against best friends, <laughs> Orange Cassidy and Chuck Taylor, or Chuck. Or no, it's Trent with a question mark. Where's Trent? He's not even on the list. Was with? I guess he's still Trent. Uh, Trent, Trent is Trent is injured. Okay, so Orange Cassidy and Chuck versus Miro and Kip. That's a pay per view well, we match. Kong's high on best friends because he did complain that they were so low in the Wrestling Observer Newsletter awards. Mm. They placed like eighth, and he was like, "They should definitely be higher." So we know they're high. On, he's high on them. Well, I mean, Danhausen said he should have all the awards too. So. Clearly. Yeah, but he <laughs> didn't win all the awards and then still complain about it. That's so, you know. true. <laughs> um, I'll be honest, I could care less about that match. They somehow ruined Miro Rusev immediately, and he's just bounced into being an actual kind of badass. But I don't care. Like he, he's, It's the same thing as doing everybody else, like we've said with Paige and MJF. It's like, it, it feels like this is a waste of time. I would much rather see Miro wanting to go up the, the chain and facing Adam Page one-on-one. Yeah. That was more interesting of a match of this stuff. guy trying to keep his spot and this newcomer's coming in trying to take it. Immediately, well, that's a money stupid. match. They're not going to be like WWE and put Miro in like a wedding angle. Oh, wait, they fucking... Oh, they did it. Okay. Mm. Crap. Hey, hey, guys, remember when Orange Cassie beat the former world champion? <laughs> to be fair, that was... I how do you ruin Orange Cassidy? Most. How do you ruin that guy? You, no, like, how, like, how is you lose the fans? Yeah, that's true. You, yeah. They they those fans, had the fans had, though. Yeah, I know, I know. That's the funny thing is they've actually had their fans and they still so, just I mean why is this on a pay per view? This yeah. is like a, clearly not it's a pay per view. It's the buy in. This, it's on the buy in. Is, oh, is it? It not not as a yeah. I don't think it officially it. is. Not yet. I but think, it, I mean, I think really. that, well, yeah, I think this and the uh tag team battle royales on the do, uh buy in. Do maybe. we even okay. need to say any more about this tag match? It's I mean, not that I'm hating on the people in it, but it's just like it's just there. Why? It, yeah, yeah. Let's let's talk about this this casino tag team Royale <laughs> for a future tag title shot, which is basically not Royal Rumble rules. Battle Royal. They fucked up their own rules. Oh, there is a thing. This, like, you know, Battle Royals is something, and they're not doing. Yeah, it. because their casino one. thing is five come in, but this is every two minutes or something. It's just team. a rumble. Yeah. So here's the teams we so have. There's no Joker. There's going to be no Joker no, card? No, no. No Joker Oh. I mean, they might change it between now and then. That's true. Uh, we've got Bear Country, Bear Boulder, and Bear Bronson. We've got the Dark Order, Alex Reynolds and John Silver. We've got the Dark Order, Evil Uno and Stu Grayson. We've got LAX, I'm calling them that, Santana and Ortiz. We've got the Butcher and the Blade. We've got Private Party. We've got Top Flight, and we've got TBA, which is probably going to be Good Brothers or Machine Guns or who, yeah, who, who knows who else could be in there. I'm looking at this list going, there's, I mean, Satan and Ortiz, let's go. But no, they're mm, not going to have them they, win. Yeah, but have them win, have Jericho and MJF win. Uh, yeah, there you that go. Adds up. Out of all those teams, did you name one face team? What, what, what are those? Uh, you named the They're Dark, the what, dark what Order, if... I guess. Uh, oh, yeah, for the tag team. Oh, yeah, they... Dark Order. Isn't well, dark I guess Order? Dark Order's They are faces now, now right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Alright, well, yeah. Not that that matters, because Young Bucks and in Inner Circle was is heel and heel. So. Yeah, that's, yeah, that is true. 
Honestly, Bear Country is a fun team to have in there. That's neat. But I really don't care. None of these teams stand out as ones where like, oh yeah, they're the next champs. Except for goddamn Inner Circle. But also remember, Lucha Brothers aren't in it. So it's like, ah, oh, guys, like you have one of the best teams. What are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. On paper, they probably have the best tag team division in the world right now, I would say. Mm -hmm. Probably. Up there. And yeah. like, look at it. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, if you consider like one show thing, yeah, definitely. It uh, It's probably going to be like the former Ascension or something coming in. Or goddamn... Big cast well, made his return. Enzo and Cass might come in for all we know. Like I, I wouldn't put a pass them at this point Shit. to see stuff like that. Big cast, big cast, big cast did tweet out that he was going to be at the impact. So. Uh, yeah, could oh, be Finn Juice, no. could be Good Brothers, could be Enzo and Cass. Yeah, SCU. So yeah, that's a thing. Honestly, I say all that. It'll be a fun match because it's it's. I mean, it's hard to screw up a rumble. They kind of already have, but oh, I yeah. still think it'll be a fun thing to watch. Like that, that one I can't hate on because it'll be entertaining like, enough. The people in there are you, good. So, if you drop like the Miro, Sabian, and best friends, you could put the best friends in there instead of two Dark Order teams. Yeah, Why honestly, can't best friends still be in it. It would make sense. If they're on the kickoff. Put those teams in the match. Like just drop that yeah. tag match and just have Miro and Sabian in and best friends in. Yep, that makes all the more sense. Like, I laughed at it when they did the last one because you had three teams from the Inner Circle and two from the Dark Order. It's like, that's half your teams in there, and they're mm -hmm. two factions. Like, what? Oh, what? Um, don't forget, uh, FTR aren't in it, and neither are um, uh, Lucha Soros and Jungle Boy. Doris. Yeah. Nice. Oh, and Team Taz. That's an actual team. Well, they're, they've yeah. got... That street fight's been like rumored to be the main yeah. event for a whole time. But so I mean, that, like, that there's sense. so yeah. many actual teams. That you, like Pentagon Junior's back. All right, no, no, him and his brother can't be in that match. Like no. that's. I don't know the actual quarantine phase of who like when you come back from Japan, but I think there's a chance God is in it from Japan. They called out um, the Good Brothers and they called out the Young Bucks. That's true. So maybe that could be a fun one if they come in. That would and they'd win it. Obviously, you oh, are yeah. you are yeah. playing to our Discord's fandom, and it's so bad. Like, well, it's not like you, you said Okada is going to be in the TNT title oh, match. Oh God, some people. Oh, imagine Okada is going to miss the New Japan Cup and be shut up. <laughs> you know <who> you are. <laughs> All right, <laughs> love so, you so. <laughs> let's let's close out with the uh, the main event. Kenny Omega, the AEW World Champion, will defend against John Moxley in a rematch in an exploding barbed wire death match. I'm top-locking Kenny Omega. Yeah, honestly, it's not a bad yeah. idea. That's a spoiler. Considering right? a, spoiler, that yeah, Impact has a pay-per-view with the Omega logo on it. Um, the, thing, <laughs> the thing with this match, to me, is I'm curious to see what they're going to do. But I also know they're not going to do enough to make it like the matches of these type should be. And for the record... Nobody should have these matches. They're ridiculous, and that's not a knock on CCW like people probably think it is. GMC, when I watch some of the violent stuff, and it's like, what are you doing? Why, wrestling's pretend, but you're going out of the ordinary to make sure that this part's real. I, I'm, mm, it's not... I, I, I don't get it. But Joey, they're not going to do that because they're not going to go that far. But at the same time, they're going to go too far in trying to do something. And if they, they got fined TV. 
for their lights out match before, there's going to be, I mean, it's Florida, it's different, but they're not going to go far enough, but they're going to go too far in a different way, and it's going to be a cluster. It's not going to be good, but I'm st- I, st- I want to see what they do. I want to see the train wreck. Because the yeah. whole gimmick behind Kenny Omega being the cocky heel that runs away, he, he wants this match because he says it sounds like fun. Now, I don't <laughs> know about you, but the oh, idea no. of a cocky heel that wants to have a match like that, for that reason, doesn't make sense. Yeah. I literally I... had a storyline with Bomber's character who was Moxley, and it was pretty much that, but he was my character was forced into it. The, Omega's walking in happily wanting it. I, I, like, I get it being like, you want to prove yourself to be the best in the world in every kind of match, but you shouldn't be excited about it. You'd be like, I have to do it. I don't want to, but I have to. That's the, that change would be enough for me to make it a little more believable. But Kenny Omega's a guy who learned about promos in Japan and still hasn't learned the American way and doesn't think he has to see above with Young Bucks. It, mm, and then also the selling is a whole thing too. He's not going to sell it, but Mox is going to make him. I just realized JR's going to have to say, don't do that. That man has a family coming. I guarantee he's going to say that about Moxley. Probably. Mm-hmm. There's layers to this, how stupid it is. Moxley debuts, has a feud with Omega, beats Omega in this hard match. Like you said, Omega steals the title, literally running from the arena tonight, and then chooses this match. And there's layers. If it was just like no holds barred or something, you at least have the story other people can interfere. He's made the story be where the ring is filled with barbed wire that explodes so no one's interfering it makes no sense yeah, i don't know and, and it's it just because these two are so talented yeah and, against moxley of all people and like, don't forget when so he dumb. announced that the match he needed the club's help our good brothers whatever you want to call them help with moxley yeah. so you're gonna do a step that doesn't give you help when you needed help not once but twice no three times with Moxley. like mm-hmm. nothing makes sense to that that's like Miz going to Lashley going, I'll beat you one-on-one in a Hell in a Cell match. <laughs> like, yeah, that's going to work. <laughs> so what have you got on this one, Beermy? Well, I'm going to say uh, Omega, and uh, I'm, I'm 100% interested to see this train wreck, like you said. Red, same thing? I honestly just had a YouTube with an exploding barbed wire match. Yeah. So, now you know they're not going to do that, but they're going to they're going to do that. Like you know what I mean? Like they're right. not really, well, now my, but well, well, now my expectations are set high because if they don't do it, that explains more reasons for me not to watch AEW. If they go through with it, I might tune in. <laughs> and, exactly. And, and to counterproductive of the thing, we care about the safety of our stars. That's why he was wearing a flat jacket. We're going to have an exploding death match to end our show. <laughs> okay. <laughs> For the record, I remember we were very upset when uh, Brody Lee and uh, Moxley were bleeding during their match in May, two months into the global pandemic. Um, we're not fans of that aspect of things because I don't know about the rest of the world, but here in Canada, especially here in Ontario, we just locked everything down again. So it's curbside only. Um, you cannot go into some stores at all because of that oh. like uh, unless it's essential services or like medicinal stuff that's how that restrictive it got here again gmc well, told me that texas is opening up again yeah like that sounds massive. heavenly god 100 and california is opening up a lot like, and so yeah. is michigan i saw someone post the other day and i agree with this completely it's like 
I'm scrolling through Twitter, looking at people, and it feels like I'm the only one who knows there's a global pandemic. It's like, yeah. Yes. I don't understand people... Mm-hmm. Call me crazy here. Traveling? Um, hanging out with others at their house? Like, th- th- these are foreign concepts uh, for me for the past year, based on what's been happening. And th- wrestling is a ridiculous thing to happen during this alone. Let alone this exploding barbed wire death match. Hey, we're, we're probably not going to put blood on the prediction thing because there's going to be blood. It's a barbed wire. Th- I, I mean, like, let's... They shouldn't be bleed. I, I don't. I know there's COVID testing, but they shouldn't have this I'm, match under the best of circumstances. I'm really less concerned over the blood aspect than like the tag team battle royal, where there's gonna be that many people in a short, oh, like a tiny yeah. little space. Like, there's so many layers of like you can do COVID safely, and everyone shits on WWE. Oh my gosh, you know they don't have masks or whatever. Like, literally, WWE doesn't have a crowd. They're very, very safe. Yes, they have a lot of people at times. But AEW has just as many people in just normal amount of time. Plus, they have so many people from so many different bubbles with AEW Dark. Like, continually hear stories of people on Dark like dropping out because they have COVID. Like, oh. it's just not a good. And, it's not and, a good situation. And think about this way: only three matches of this entire show of eight has only two people involved and one of them is involving three people or two that have done an entire tournament the last month and we know they've had multiple like company-wide parties recently like it just it doesn't make sense in the time of covid well, then again you also have jericho like uh you know it makes <laughs> sense when you really think about it uh. well the, the the entire aspect of the whole forbidden door thing and having people come from other companies also i find ridiculous right now because you're contaminating multiple locker rooms potentially like what Huh? Oh, don't worry. Paul Wright is technically went through a forbidden door. That was announced tonight by Tony Khan. I will. I'm going to piggyback off what Scott because that opens a whole other conversation for another episode of a certain individual in NXT married or dating a certain individual on the main roster mm-hmm. that has had a lot of negative impact on her uh, her career. I don't want to say her career, but social media has not been nice to her after what she's done. Hey, you have to do everything you can to take precautions against COVID. You gotta wear a mask. Well, I'm not a party apparently, but you know. I mean, she definitely. Th- there are her cause. boyfriend slash husband is at fault too. There, there, guys. there are oh, numerous there aspects. Like, yeah, you've got Ricochet and Casey. You've got goddamn Adam Cole and Britt Baker in different companies, but they're together. So you've got that immediacy there. We had that with Renee Ron and Moxley and, and and stuff. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, there there's certain aspects you can't get around. And they're smart about it. I've seen UFC fighters being in quarantine where he can't be with his son because he's got a quarantine after being away from so long to fight in Fight Island. It's like, yeah, sometimes they have to do this. The wrestlers aren't. We all know they aren't. Yeah, it's Hooker. Dan Hooker had to stay for like two or like two months, like two whole months where he'd go back to New Zealand. It's almost over. Kevin Kelly, the commentator for New Japan, missed Christmas with his family due to the two-week quarantine in Japan and stayed in Japan for a month and a half to Mm -hmm. do commentary there and had a quarantine and missed like a bunch of shit. Like it's, it's, irredeemable and like and also like it's just a slap in the face for everyone who takes precautions everyone who gave up a year all the healthcare workers like it's just it's a joke well, it I really mean, is a joke on a, on a lesser extent but it's the same idea jim ross basically has moved into a hotel in florida yeah. mm-hmm. to do the commentary like that's the kind of stuff people are doing with this right now so yeah i agree this is the covid rant i i hate seeing <laughs> the people do that because the oh we gotta hunker down again my reaction is you stopped 
Yeah. Yeah. Like Stipe Miocic in Cleveland, oh. while being a firefighter, did, made his basement his gym for months just so he could get a title, mm-hmm. d- defend his title because they required it. Ethan Page but he's made a firefighter his home gym, on right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like his actual basement became a, like a UFC gym. Well, wasn't like, that's Stipe, heart dungeon shit? Stipe pushed back a title defense because he was doing first responder work. Yeah. For, uh, like, the, during the California yeah. fires, he, was, he traveled to fight that. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. So. When when I see stuff like yeah okay we're we're yeah we're talking wrestling we're talking this stuff the, these are not essential services let's just say that right now but in Florida they are do, and do, they can be done without as everybody has proven you they can be done without putting li- like, lives at risk yes they and, are able to do it safely they're able to do whatever they do and if the government considers it safe there's only so much you can say you can agree or disagree that's different governments we're talking from different provinces and countries and states okay one province but there, there are the aspects of that, and if you're following the guidelines, I mean, I can't fault it. It's what you got. I know California is different from what Ontario has, and it, it, we got some differences there, CT, from ours alone. But mm-hmm. with everything that's going on, with everything here, it is fun to still see the wrestling. I enjoy watching it. I hope they do it safely. We're always on that road, yes, obviously. But when we see some of these matches where there's 20-team d- tag matches and stuff, it's like, what are you doing? You don't need to do that. You don't need to fly in someone from Japan to be a contender. You, you've got a roster big enough. You can make this stuff work. You've been doing it already. So it's it's just a weird thing to see them acting like things are normal when they're mandating masks and having certain crowd limitations because, oh yeah, things aren't normal. But yeah, so who's excited for the pay-per-view? It'll be there. I'm a little bit. Yeah. yeah I'm a little excited. <laughs> I see all that. It, it'll be a fun watch, I think. Are you guys going to be there in the voice chat? Yeah. I believe Beermy and I are going to release, like, we're the two who have at least said, yes, we're getting it. I'm going to watch it. Um, Beermy's committed yeah. to it. I don't know about James oh, G. CT says well, no. so on board. <laughs> well, no, I just found out I, that every team enters at 90 seconds. There's going to be no eliminations by the time every team is in there. It's, it's just a the yeah. one. It's over the top. They'll do it. They'll still do it. Oh, God. And I'll remember, it has to be both members correct. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Uh, Red, are you excited for the pay-per-view? You don't even watch, so you're excited to hear I, I don't watch, but I, I'll say it like this. Anytime we have a pay-per-view that we cover in FPL, just join the Discord voice chat. You'll enjoy whatever content there is. I don't watch Impact. I don't watch mm-hmm. ROH. I don't watch AW, but... I'll go in there and enjoy the show just because the rest of the people make it. And that's the best segue I can think of there. It's the Frontline Prediction League. It's Frontline League on Twitter. Uh, if you want to follow it, I believe we have a link to the Discord on our Twitter. If not, I'm going to hope Red can get one on there. I forget. Um, it is available through that. In the description, there will also be one there if you're listening elsewhere. There we go. Uh, the technical stuff will be handled for that. Don't worry, don't worry. Um, there is. There is. See, there we go. Yeah, awesome. Uh, we'll leave it at that, though, because this did go a little long, but we wanted to kind of cover some stuff that has happened, some things we left out, some ongoing things, and, of course, look toward a pay-per-view that we are all clearly very much excited for. This is not the AEW hate that. session, but this is a really hey. roughly built... Okay, CT we had a hate session. We shit on WWE, we shit on everyone today. Everybody got some. Everyone got shit on today. We we are equal opportunists. We don't hate because we hate. We hate because we think it's bad. And yep, we're I, saving we're <clears throat> saving the shit on Charlotte Flair for another episode. That's a whole other one. We got yeah. some Otis last time. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you, you, you got my Omega itself. hate this time today. So, 
But it's, again, Damn. we'll be the first to admit, wow, that was good. Like, we're not going to hate just because it is. At least I'm not. I, I mean, we'll see. Um, I don't think any of us would. No, but if it's actually good. On somebody. Who, who do you, who yeah, do you, you not like? Someone. Who does Red not like? I need to find out. Audience listening, who does Red not like? Please tweet Red. Um, let, I feel like you need to do something controversial. Like, do like a Pete Dunn or something. So, like, we start arguments about it, you know? <laughs> yeah, Pete Dunn, no, maybe. Pete maybe. Dunn, I mean, minus the tan in a can, he's fine as a wrestler. Fine. He's, uh, he, said he, was, he said Pete Dunn was quote unquote fine as a wrestler. You could hear that was with his full chest. Fine. You could hear that. So mm. He does He does have that tan in a can, though. He, he, wrong. Yeah. he really does. He really does. Uh, we'll figure out someone for Red to hate. We'll get onto that one later on. But I think in that time, it's been a Miz title reign of a distance between episodes. <laughs> so let's call it there. We might be that back. Cold. That was I. Yeah. I was hoping I could get away with that. I. I know I didn't. Damn. It was about eight days. Yeah. Um. I mean, Lashley was champion when we started. Will he be champion when this gets posted? I don't yeah. know. We got to go quick. I, I don't know if we're gonna be back in a week. Is what I was saying. Maybe two weeks. Who knows? A lot could happen in the next eight days. Um. There could be a whole title reign. We don't know yet. And yeah, I doubled down on that GMSG. Twice. Yeah. Twice. Yeah. Twice. God. So we'll. Two time Grand Slam. What? What? We'll call it there. Thanks again, everybody, for listening to the Top of the Card. Follow us again on all the Top of the Card links, as CT mentioned. Um, Wear a mask. Even if your state doesn't require it, save a life. You can do it, I guarantee you. Bye. Bye.